0: Hello Michael.
1: Hello there. God
0: yeah, damn it. Pissy mood again? Or no? Well, I was being a pissy mood.
1: Yes. <laughs> Eagles won. Fucking Ron Rivera is an idiot.
0: Yeah, but you uh, you you'd rather Eagles lose and Carson Wentz win, am I wrong? I'd rather they both win. <laughs> all right welcome back to the g quad podcast uh nico kwan and michael are all back again uh carson wentz has lost again not surprised by that my bears have lost again not surprised by that i'll get get into them in a fucking minute because i'm not very fucking happy about that i'm in a pissy mood michael's in a pissy mood because his uh his favorite uh you know person in the world lost and i'm in a pissy mood because my team just got fucking absolutely mauled uh, by a team that i think has absolutely no um future in the nfl whatsoever Uh, they're, first of all, I'll get my fucking rant out of the way and, you know, let's start the show already. Uh, the bears. Fucking disgusting. I, I'm ashamed to fucking even wear this uh, this insignia on my shirt. Fucking ridiculous, how the fuck does Daniel Jones go down, they bringing Tyrod Taylor, he throws a pick on the first fucking pass that he ever throws for them. We get the ball back, and we go fucking nowhere from the fucking five yard line at all, we didn't fucking move one fucking yard, it is so fucking embarrassing, this team has no fucking future, Justin Fields has no fucking time to throw, his throwing mechanics, I don't even wanna fucking get into that shit, he's, he's trying to piss me the fuck off too, Khalil Herbert, I had him in fancy this fucking week, he fucking sucks, this team is fucking garbage. We are going nowhere. It, we're a bad team, and we can't beat bad teams. We're also a bad team, and we can't beat good teams. So if you can't beat either of those in the NFL, you're fucked. So I'm just fucking disgusted by this goddamn team. It's fucking ridiculous. Our, our head coach... I'm already done with this guy. I gave him a chance last week. I said I, I didn't like him last week. I'm saying it again this week. I'm staying consistent. He fucking sucks. Eberflus sucks. Arms of coordinator fucking sucks. And this fucking team sucks. And I'm
1: fucking so disgusted by this team.
0: Trying to rant about the commanders? Sure. Yeah, go, go ahead. Do your little rant about the commanders and get it over. Because Mike sent me a fucking, uh, a whole paragraph. Uh, shut I it was said.
1: literally a fucking three sentences. And I
0: know you fucking read it. I know you read it. I didn't read it once. I didn't read one fucking sentence.
1: I saw this little uh tweet. From a, a verified person on Twitter today. you want to name them or not? Dan Steinberg, DC Sports Club. Uh. Washington is now trailed at halftime in 23 of 37 regular season games under Ron Rivera. That just proves like this team isn't the issue. Ron Rivera, who I was very high on, like I was very happy with watching from the outside that first year when he had cancer and everything. Like they rallied around him, Taylor Heineke, that playoff performance. It was encouraging to watch from the outside, especially at the time when I was like an Eagles fan. Like still Eagles fan, like Carson was like, it didn't really matter. Like it was just cool to see Washington, like have a good thing going. But today when the commanders are on the 15 yard line, I think red zone, 10 minutes left, the score is 10 to fucking 22. And you go for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal when you would be down by eight. Like what is your thinking on that? It's just incompetence. The line sucks and the commander's. Probably should already start planning for a top 10 pick. Let's start planning for a new quarterback, too. Nah. Yeah, probably. The line is the issue. Carson was, is not a long-term solution for them. I'm sorry. He absolutely is. No, he's not. Like, when you watch the game, when he has time to throw, they they are Jahan Dotson touchdown. Only one, maybe five people in the league make that throw that perfect. He's not getting any younger, so how is he a long-term solution for them? Or better. Or better,
0: or better. That's what you say. You don't know anything about the Bull. Answer the question How is he a long term? How, how old is this guy right now? He's, like 20, he
1: he's 29 years he's old.
0: 20, he's 29 years old. He's going to be 30 next year. That's already fucking hell for an athlete that's turning 30, unless you're Tom Brady. Are, are
1: you not paying attention? Rogers, Brady, Manning? Oh, don't, he's not he's a Rodgers or Brady, though. He's not running around anymore. He he stays in a pocket. He could easily stay in the league for a long time. Joe Flacco is fucking still playing, God forbid. Like, Jesus Christ! God forbid. This, this, is, this isn't fucking nineteen. Like you, you can play forever
0: now. They protect quarterback. Yeah, but Joe Flacco's a backup quarterback in the league, though he's not even a starter.
2: He's playing by coincidence.
1: Matt Ryan's still going. He's a starter. He sucks. Yeah, well, he, he's better
2: than Carson once, but
1: oh yeah, he's so much better. He just got fucking third straight loss or whatever.
2: Yeah, well,
0: that's not his fault. He, that's, oh,
1: it's not right his right. fault, but it's Carson's fault that the line sucks and. Yeah. One the touchdown, two defense. picks. The Colts defense this year has just been absolute shit. They are just ridiculous. Again, they were watch the game. The fucking first interception was with ten seconds left in the half. They threw up a. He threw break. it.
2: He threw it right into the hands of Trayvon Diggs. I thought that Trayvon was a beautiful Diggs pass to Trayvon
1: Diggs. And That's all that happened. Indeed. Okay. Yeah.
2: So when they put it in the books, it's gonna say. You know, not his fault. It's yeah. going to say with 10 it seconds still
1: left. With, It still matters. It still matters. You're acting like it was a horrible left. decision. It's one thing if I'm watching a game and it's like, oh, my God, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, you know, it's a bad fucking play. But when you're watching it, am I going to be upset if fucking the wide receiver goes up, hits his hands and it pops off and they intercept it? why would I be mad at the quarterback
0: they're one in three right now last week you said don't worry that that's
1: things to work out are you worried now oh yeah this defense gives up if the defense can figure out how to not give up big plays cd lamb and michael gallup were just open all day and then when they weren't open they were literally being interfered with gallup had 65 yards and just pure pi penalty on top of his fucking like first game this is his first game back too and he went off
2: hey just to let y'all know brett Favre, i still ain't forgot that shit buddy.
1: he set up a charity
0: that was supposed to help like poor and sick kids and he used that charity money to like give like a hundred grand to his uh to uh his college like what the fuck's wrong with that guy what a dick
2: douche or no douche i ain't letting it go we talked about it enough but we i, about I, it. Just, I did, still yeah. don't i feel like it's still being like dismissed uh absolutely i still ain't forgot that shit Brett Favre.
1: I don't watch Fuck enough you. ESPN and shit anymore, so I don't even know if they're covering that shit, but I don't. They don't. don't.
0: They're, not fucking, they're not covering that fucking shit. Absolutely fucking not. If it was uh, Michael Vick, I'm um, like I said last week, that shit be all on the fucking front page news. Michael Vick steals from uh, cancer patients or some shit like that. It's
1: fucked up. I assume you were keeping tabs on the eagles jags game because you were texting me and come back incoming do you believe me that the jags are for real now they they are pretty good team dude they just played sloppy today with the fumbles and it was pouring rain here in philly i thought that they played a lot
0: better than they did last week i'll agree with that are they for real i i said that the fucking goddamn uh dolphins were for real last week and they fucking took the bed because their quarterback died uh so jesus are they for well, he did he almost did yeah almost did like that was fucking bullshit
1: still, even with tua bridgewater is good enough to hold down the ship for a few weeks if he has if they have i
0: think he's he's enough to keep them afloat but i i think that uh, his 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 turnover his turnover rate is fucking horrendous like for those that don't know Tua, if you if you watch thursday night football he got fucking killed second strike concussion in a week i'm saying it they, they didn't say he had two concussions but i know that he did have two concussions in a week apparently the doctor that cleared him that was an independent doctor uh was just fired yesterday. First of all, if you're Mike McDaniel, you got people on Twitter who have no doctoral degrees at all, and, and they were saying, oh yeah, this guy has a fucking concussion. Everyone that, that was watching Dolphins-Bills saw that, knew that he had, had, he had a fucking concussion. It was clear and evident that that guy had a concussion on that play. And Mike McDaniel, if you've seen that, and a doctor came up to you and said, oh yeah, he's, he's good to play, you knew damn well that he had a concussion, and you still let him go out there to play? This is on you, and, and Mike McDaniel should be fired for this. If anything happens to Tua, either in the short term or long term, He should be fired, because he is the head coach, and he runs that team and that organization through his head coaching position. And he let his star player go out there and almost die. Because if you get that type of concussion, i I I seen a guy, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week on the Dad and Avatar show. They brought in an actual neurologist, and he said... Two concussions in one week, that type of impact can kill you. You can die on the field if that happens to you. So Mike McDaniel, God forbid that have, you know, he would have died on that fucking field. His blood w- would have been on your hands. So whoever allowed him to go on that field, whether it's from McDaniel all the way up or all the way down the, the fucking the line of that organization, Everybody needs to be fucking fired in that in that position, because that is fucking bullshit for what, what he did. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not forgiving this guy for that. That was, that was ridiculous. And somebody within that organization needs to be fired, mainly Mike McDaniel, because he's the head coach, and he, he, puts out, he puts out those lineups, and he puts out those players, and he looks at them week after week, and he saw Tua that week throughout the fucking walkthroughs, and he let him play still. That is bullshit. You could have just let Tua take a week off, rest, put in Bridgewater like like, like you did during Thursday Night Football. When he got injured, Bridgewater was already in there, and you still let him play. And now your quarterback could—if Tua steps on the field again this season— that is fucking bullshit, because there is absolutely no way this guy can come back from that type of brain injury and neck injury that, that he suffered. That is ridiculous. So Mike McDaniel, I'm calling for his firing immediately. If, anything, if, if Tua hurts a fucking toenail, I want that guy fucking fired. He's, he said in the press conference after the game, he said, I knew 100% that Tua did not have a concussion. If it turns out that you did, you should be fucking banned from ever coaching in the NFL again, because you're putting people's lives at risk by doing that. Fuck that guy. I, I'm, no, I'm no longer a fan of his. I was I was, I was I was, rooting for him. No, I'm not. Now I'm praying on his downfall.
1: Well, let's uh, tie this back to uh, Quan and his 49ers. Jimmy G was seen mouthing at uh, last week's game, these plays fucking suck. Oh, yeah. And now people are saying that Shan- uh, Shanahan was never the fucking mastermind. It was all Mikey Daniels, so... He gets fired. I'm sure Quan would be happy to have him be the head coach of the 49ers. Is he frozen on your end too?
0: It's for he's frozen on my end. Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. just uh, you know, give it a second to catch up, and you should be good. Oh no no, you're you're good now. You're good now. You're good now. We can see you now. yeah, okay, you're good now. You're good now. So it happens sometimes. Just give it a second to catch up. It's, it's the Zoom. It's the internet. It combined. It's, 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 it's all It's a storm,
1: hard. dude. It's fucking Hurricane Ian. Fucking my shit's lagging, too.
0: Hurricane Ian's nowhere near you, Michael.
1: What are you talking about, dude? We're literally witnessing the effects right now.
0: I don't have time to be fucking talking about climate change and weather with Michael. He, he, Mike's, not, Mike's, Mike's not a meteorologist, and neither am I. So
1: You act like a storm on the East Coast doesn't just travel up. Especially a hurricane like that. I'm not saying it's a hurricane. I'm saying the fucking effects, the rain, and everything. We're oh. getting a storm. Power down. Carson, shit.
0: Carson Wentz got hurricane tonight. So tough.
1: i goddamn fucking embarrassed. Embarrassing loss to the goddamn Giants.
0: I know. I, I'm. If you want me to fucking say here and argue with you over that shit, I fucking agree with you. It's fucking disgusting. I'm fucking embarrassed.
1: He, like he was a uh, back in Penn State days
0: fucking ridiculous, like god damn it, like what the, like what are we doing in this organization that that we're fucking putting this product on the field, it's fucking horrendous, it's like fucking, oh my god, like what the fuck man, it's, Every year, week in and week out, oh, like this team started, oh, the Giants started 0-3 last year and, and we, let them, we let them fucking beat our ass this fucking week. It's ridiculous, like come on, man. Their quarterback went out with an ankle injury and they brought up their backup quarterback who got his fucking lung collapsed a fucking couple years ago. He throw, he comes and throws an interception and we do, we we put no points on the board from that point on to the end of the game. It's like fucking ridiculous. Whoever the fucking, number 12, I, I know, let, me, let me find this guy's name with you because I'm gonna call this fucking guy out. What a fucking idiot, number 12 on the Bears. Muff the fucking punt, Bears roster. Bears number twelve. Look at this piece of shit's fucking face. Ah yes, Velvis Jones Jr. Where where did Quan go? Quan left. He's coming. He's gonna come back. Velvis Jones Jr. Go fuck yourself. You are an NFL player and you fucking muffed the goddamn punt, which costs the goddamn game. I don't ever want to see you in a Bears uniform ever again, you fucking bum. You were hurt the last couple of weeks you barely even fucking played. This is your first game back and this is what you fucking do? Bull fucking shit. I cannot fucking stand this goddamn team. It is fucking ridiculous. Week in and week out. Justin Fields has no has nowhere to fucking throw to. The O-line is fucking shit. Our head coach makes horrible fucking decisions week in and week out. offensive coordinator is the most incompetent fuck I have ever seen in my life. Every time the Bears cannot run a fucking play action fucking play to save their fucking life. I see peewee fucking football players that, that fucking run play action effective.
1: Who would you rather be a, a fan of a franchise of? bears or the fucking colts i'd
0: probably say colts
1: i'd rather be a bears fan knowing that like my team was shit the year before and i don't really have too many expectations colts fans the last like five years i thought like oh we're just one player away we're gonna be good oh we got rid of Carson Wentz, we're gonna be good and they're just ass and ass and ass they're getting worse as they changed qbs no i'd rather be a colts fan they, they
0: had peyton manning from that time and, and, no, I, and- I,
1: I, I'm, yeah historically but i'm just saying like in recent few years like all oh, recent years. Yeah.
2: I was about to say, we've never, like, the three of us have never seen the Bears win a Super Bowl.
1: They, they got there in 07, and they lost to Peyton Manning. That yeah, fucking cunt. Bears did have a, a good stretch when I was, like, in my teens and shit, though, with Erlacher and them, just gritty defenses that carried them to the Super Bowl. Devin Hester was electric. Like, that was a good little era for the Bears.
0: You guys see uh, Pickett get picked off in his, in his first pass?
2: Oh, I did not see that.
0: They benched Trubisky and then, and then Pickett's first pass of his career was a fucking interception.
1: He just launched that shit, too, in a double, double coverage. It was Like a 50 yard pass That's the kind of shit That annoys me That like Trubisky isn't anything special But like When you have When you have Deeper You like
0: Trubisky I will defend Mitch Trubisky till I fucking die. I love that. I answer. don't mind like Trubisky, oh but
1: I I know for a fact, like the Steelers and many other teams, like the Commanders, fucking who else has a, a young guy in the wings that people are calling for?
0: Malik Willis and yeah, then Malik
1: Willis with the Titans. When you have deeper issues going on, like what do you think putting on a rookie quarterback is going to do? Like if your line can't block, what do you think you're, they're going to do with another fucking Trubisky? Is at least mobile. Fucking Kenny Pickett is not a scrambler. Like oh, Andy Chorder,
0: no, 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 no. small hands.
1: All hands. Uh, that brings us to our, to our sponsor, SeatGeek.
0: Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way. On your phone, download the app, you sign in, it automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, it doesn't matter, they have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you. Green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from 1 through 10 to give you the best deal possible. Seeking also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app promo code g quad for $20 off your first purchase so thank you for sneaky for sponsoring us it's always seven hours away
1: it's my sneaky link uh,
2: that's a sneaky link seven hours <laughs> that's some sick fucks out there in philly jesus christ
1: 30 minutes for me is, is even
2: much right that, that's pushing it Shit.
1: depends how good it is i'll drive an hour or two
2: but you said seven
1: that was a joke but i'm being real now i don't
0: know okay. no okay I'll be honest a sneaky link distance in, in terms of driving what is the max for you where you're like oh, i can't go that far
1: i'm saying 30 I, minutes I, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it, how late is it? Is it a late night? Like it's if- always late. Okay, it's always the booty,
2: late. yeah. The booty hours don't start till like the booty hours start at 10 30 well, like, at least.
1: Uh, sometimes you have dick appointments, and if you're like leaving from work you know what i mean you're gonna to try to go link up you got like a maybe two hour factor maybe you got to drive home shower change then you got to drive and meet up there's all kind of things you got to factor in that
0: sorry I, I can't be yeah. doing that no 10 30 it starts sorry, like a I
1: i've been at home in philly get the call from a girl down the shore so the shore is two hours away the jersey shore and have fucking just did the drive at like 1 a.m get there at three 20 minutes, not even, 20 seconds later, and it's like, was it really worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. No,
0: fuck that. That's called awesome. a
2: relationship. If, it, if it's more than, than 30 minutes, that's a relationship. Y'all go together. 30
0: minutes is my max, I'm saying. If, past that, I'm like, oh. 30 minutes is like the minimum,
2: really? No, 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 that's I'm is like, like, man. It's there's a sick like, man right here we talking Well, to.
1: See, this is where, I don't know where, what your situation is, like where your hometown and shit is, We got like eight major colleges around us. Temple University, Westchester University, Drexel, uh, Swarthmore College, University of Penn, like we got them all. And fucking, if you're living in the suburbs, fucking, that's like a 20, 30 minutes, maybe 45 with traffic right there. And there's, trust me, on Tinder, you got plenty of options on there with college girls on there,
2: so. You got your range unlimited, huh? Your range (laughs) on Tinder. (laughs) And let's have standards, young men. Make them come to you. You know what I'm saying? You're married.
1: You're married. (laughs) Hard out here for a
2: single man i had experience. yeah it
1: really
0: is it really is it really is it's always like uh you know take me to dinner i'm like i don't i don't want to take you there you're annoying uh you know sometimes it's just getting it out but you know it's hard to find that these days
1: i i remember when i was like 19 20 like Going to bars and shit at college. And like, you would get like a little pissed off when you see like girls like your age and shit just getting picked up by like older guys, like 30 year olds and shit. Now that I'm 27, I'm just 30. I'm like, shit, this is supposed to be my time to shine. Like, I'm supposed to be getting, that. like, I got, I could go after the MILFs. I can go after the fucking fresh out of high school. That sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Michael. You know what, I mean? Whoa, like, Michael, Jesus you know what I mean? There's freshmen in college. Like, you literally got the whole fucking range. And it's like, Jesus, that's Michael. Funny.
2: Where your game at?
1: Speaking of game, last night I was at the bar and fucking they had the Phillies post game live on. I was like, yo, can you please put the Georgia game on?
2: It was, oh, yeah. Upset alert just hit my phone. I'm back. so glad you brought that up.
1: So I, the guy goes, yeah, no problem. I even show him my phone. Like the, the time like he sees the two logos, motherfucker puts Georgia Tech on
2: Georgia Tech. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that. I like Georgia Tech.
1: It's the number one fucking Georgia on upset alert.
2: Last week, Georgia struggled with Kent State. They remain number one. If Georgia would have stayed number one, and, and I don't put that much credence into the AP poll. You know what I'm saying? It, it don't matter nearly as much as it used to. But if Georgia would have stayed number one in the AP poll this week, I would have had a lot of shit to
1: Bama 1, Georgia 2, Ohio State 3, Michigan 4, Clemson 5, USC is now 6, they stayed put, Oklahoma State is 7, Tennessee is 8. old Miss moved up from 14 to 9 and Penn State 10.
2: Penn State and Notre Dame to me are like very very similar how like I feel like if they rated if they're ranked at all they're overrated.
1: Well Penn State's actually had like more like success if Penn State had the Notre Dame mystique they would at least made the playoff that one year when they played USC in the bowl game remember that shootout with Juju Smith Schuster and them but at least Penn State's like, rel- like stays relevant and actually like wins like enough. Notre Dame's just fucking their they get ranked high and they fucking lose and then they just disappear again every year.
0: Georgia going down to two. I think that's fair, first of all. That was a bullshit game last night for they I thought they and were gonna get upset. Week, they, and man. last week too, they struggled too. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that like finally got moved up to one and Georgia got moved on to two. Because if, if they stayed at one, like Quanta said that, that would have been fucking bullshit. That would have been clear bias from the AP people. That would have been yeah, ridiculous. Reading
2: the articles, they they make it seem as if like, okay, it's not Georgia's fault. But
0: it, it really is.
2: They just had an off week one time, and then they had they come to Missouri, Missouri, and struggle mightily. And they just they they haven't been on their game the past two weeks. You know what I'm saying? But the narrative around Alabama, how the star quarterback, the Heisman, the Reign of Heisman Trophy winner, went down. And not saying that it was, you know regularly regularly scheduled programming but Milro is is you know what I'm saying he got the Jets Gibbs got the Jets Georgia has margin of victory is like combined I think it was 21 points Alabama beat Arkansas by 23 and scored 55 on Vanderbilt last week you know what I'm saying? It, it was just I don't know, man. I, I would have had a lot of shit to say. I, I'm just I'm glad that they in their rightful place.
1: It doesn't matter where Bama and Georgia are ranked because no matter what, they will force them into the playoff. They always do. Awesome. And, and I this is what I, oh, I stand when you play each other in the SEC championship game. That is an extension to the playoff to me. That the SEC is that good. Why the fuck do I want to see that happen again in the playoff? Once they lose, keep kick that team out of the playoffs playoff situation, and let another team in.
2: Well, I mean, like, last year, you can't, that that wouldn't have, I don't know, it was one against two, right? Or one against three in the SEC Championship. I mean, Georgia, that was their only loss, like, you know, Things. Still, you, like,
1: you just played head to head.
2: But it's going by the best teams, like you know, by by the eye test. At the end of the day, it's the eye test, right? The best team. We
1: don't need to see it again. Like just let you them. take, oh, take no, we, we,
2: we, okay. we
0: did, we did last year. We did last year. That Bama, that Bama Georgia SEC championship game. We, we we needed that rematch and the championship to see who, see who was the top dog finally. And
2: well, Georgia hey, beat us fair and
1: square.
2: S- I don't know about fair and square. Uh, you know, you you lose your top two receivers, and you know that that's that's hard. Right, but
0: I'm saying the, the the way Bama's built, one guy goes down, it should be you know next guy up, cruise control the rest you of the should. way, and obviously that that didn't happen for us because th- we lost two big guys. So I agree with that, and and that definitely hurt us. Uh, but but, but it, it should have been smooth sailing going forward and Georgia just took advantage of us and they fucking beat our ass. Yeah, but, that's not
2: happening you know history. what? I'm not here to make excuses for an 18 time national champion. You know what I'm
1: saying? I'm not a fan seeing the game happen, especially in that short kind of window. If, they, if this happened, if they played each other in a regular season five and you got to see them pick their shit back up, don't lose again. That's one thing. But like we just saw it and one week later you or a month later, whatever they fucking do, I forget. You could see that game again. Like, I don't need to see that. I want to see a different team get a crack at it. I would rather see a Cinderella upset. I do not want to see a blowout like Notre Dame, but I'd rather, like, I think the margin of talent is not that big. Like,
2: there could have, it still would have been a good enough game. Well, the 12 team playoff is coming up. Don't, don't you worry. Right. to see plenty of blowouts. It's only eight. 12. No, no, no. It's 12. So,
0: what way would you do it? Because if, if you're doing, you know, uh, Team that uh, Georgia plays an entire season and gets to the SEC championship and they, they go undefeated or something like that. And then they lose in, in the SEC championship. So you're just taking them out the playoffs off together?
1: Only the SEC can you lose your championship game and still get into the playoffs. The Pac-12, the Big Ten, like I get it. Those teams aren't fucking one and two and shit. But usually the Big Ten or the Pac-12 have as a team at eight. Maybe four, like right there on the cusp. They can't afford to lose. Like if they lose, they're 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 not even an afterthought.
2: Here's my thing. Like that that complaint is gonna fall on deaf ears because we about to see a lot more rematches when Texas and Oklahoma come to the SEC and they expand to twelve teams. It's about to be a lot more rematches. The SEC is is as long as Nick Saban and and Kirby Smart are there and and Tennessee is building. I never believe in Florida. I I fucking hate Florida. Fuck Florida. I don't know what Brian Keller got going on. You know. You know i'm saying we nothing might be at lsu something. he's he, he may be is, building something of, but we about to see a lot more rematches
1: completely different scenario that when you have a you have four spots only four teams make it currently once it's 12 it's it's a playoff now like who cares about matchups it's literally the nfl like we, we don't complain when literally the nfc east always comes down to the last week of the season usually like i'm not going to be upset that the fucking eagles and cowboys playing them they might face each other in a wild card like shit it's a it's still, a game. And it's honestly probably with a 12-team fucking playoff. As of you playing your – especially the SEC, when you have two ranked teams, highly ranked teams in the SEC championship team facing each other in the first round aren't going to probably happen. One of them, they're going to be right once you have a twelve team playoff, it's like March Madness. You're gonna get your true real champion at that point. Like you're large people
2: Georgia Alabama play in the SEC championship. Somebody go down, um, but they still end up in the national championship after the twelve game uh, after the twelve team playoff. You so be you, it. You I think, that's fair. That? Okay. Okay. I think okay. that's fair. I think that's, that's fair. fair. I think okay. that's fair. I
0: think
1: that's fair. Especially when you have a, just... a way bigger, way bigger pool it's got very deserving when it's four teams. All you gotta win one game and then you're in the championship.
2: But is it is it the point of them not deserving it or like so I I don't understand that. I think he's saying because there's only four teams now it's so limited
0: to have two teams from the SEC in there it's already overcrowded with with teams from the SEC so you have to give other teams a chance so if Georgia and and Alabama play in the championship and Alabama wins they are the sole SEC team that should be in that playoff there shouldn't be any other SEC teams in there because you, you need to make room for the other conference teams that may or may not have better records or may have won their conference in their championship game, as opposed to it being a 12-team one. Where if they if they do lose in that one, they could still play in there because they still had a shot cause there's more teams. But I'm thinking he's saying because it's so limited now, there should be one sole candidate from each conference. As, as opposed to there being a whole stack in one fact. It could be four SEC teams if they're, if they're that stacked, depending on, you know, how, how competitive they are that year.
1: Pretty much, because the SEC championship team is pretty, I consider, an extension of the playoff. It's basically six teams at the point. The SEC has a bias, and they deserve it because they're top-heavy, and they have two amazing teams. The Big Ten always has one great team and then a couple good teams. The Pac-12 and Big Ten and all these other conferences, especially a smaller conference like the AAC, who might have a good enough team to compete in these fucking playoffs. They're just afterthoughts. If you, like, they will not get the, the whatever they give to Bama and Georgia because they're not Bama and Georgia. They, there's an SEC bias when it comes to the playoff pretty much
2: Name value. And I, I think that, you know what I'm saying, me being from the South, I, I have a, a huge Southern bias, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like everybody else got to step their shit up, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. I, once these, these mergers and, and you know, conference shifts and all that shit happens, I'm excited. I, I I can't wait to see, you know what I'm saying, what, what happens, these upsets and the potential. It's going to probably be, in the playoffs, it's going to probably be four SEC teams, four Big Ten teams, and then everybody else
1: kind of feel bad for the uh, college athletes. Like. The commitment, and then you're going to have a 12-team playoff. At the end of, like, your winter break's gone, pretty much. It, it already is gone with bowl season. You might be, by the time the championship comes around, it's spring semester, probably. When we prepare for bowl games, you get maybe a week not even to go home and see your family and shit.
2: Stop caring about family. Simple. It,
1: it, it all it all comes. It, well, that too. Like, can you even go home? Like, are you out-of-the-state kid going to a different school shit like that or do you even have the means to be able to get home if if you do have the chance like it is tough being a student athlete like and then in bowl season if you are a starter or a guy who gets in games so college football d1 level if you're a freshman redshirt and shit you don't have to practice you, you do practice every week but like five weeks and shit you're not really included in meetings and stuff they only want the people that are playing there like you you get off time and shit but when it comes to the bowl time like you're traveling you it depends on like where you're going for your bowl you you might leave the week before the bowl game you go down to florida and you prepare down there like you don't really get it's not off time and you're still got to do football players and all athletes pretty much but mainly football and basketball schools year year round like that's why they graduate so quick and they do grad grad transfers. You're graduating in three and a half years if you're one of the like if you can keep up.
0: I'm glad that Mike brought that up because he, he was a former college. I think, I think people forget that. Uh and that, you know, that's we, we got good insight from him because he's he, he's experienced that, but but not everybody has those means because Mike Mike was down playing in Florida. Um and so it's not like it's like okay, you know, Mike could just go drive, you know, thirty minutes and go back home to his family, like some people that may have lived in Florida at that time.
1: I remember uh, my freshman year at Sets me and this kid Alex, I was from philly and alex was from baltimore and it was hard as fuck because we had practice like right before thanksgiving and shit everybody went home and it was just me and him on this empty ass campus like maybe five other people and it's depressing as hell like parents and like family are texting like happy thanksgiving and i'm sitting in a dark ass room like tearing up like what the fuck like i don't even like me that much but you get depressed once it's like fuck <laughs> all
0: right yeah
1: it's lonely it really right. is yeah. if you were a division one football player you weren't good you're not top tier you aren't getting the big nil deals but how would you try to generate fucking buzz and shit i would do like my hometown like local restaurants and shit and try to have them like sponsor me and shit like i've thought about this like hard like how could i like smaller fucking like wing stop and shit i try to get them to like give me fucking
2: little sponsor deal or something it would be gaming for me it would be something with gaming like i I would just me being a an athlete would would generate enough like you know attention at least to get like at least a small sponsorship because there's a lot of shit in gaming so
1: yeah there's plenty of like getting startups that you can reach out to and hopefully they 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 would love the you know somebody to advertise for them i think the main thing especially nowadays is social
0: media if you're a small if you're an athlete right now and let's say you're not a top you know a top tier athlete uh, you know that's you know that's playing every week you can still be big on social media. There are players out there that that are doing day in the lives, you know, behind the scenes, stuff like that. You can have a big social media following and not even play at all and still be on the team. So as long as you have, you know, that name brand of, hey, I go here to, you know, let's say I I go to, you know, I'm a fucking red shirt at Alabama. How about I do a TikTok? Hey, Behind the scenes, like of, of what it's like to practice with Coach Saban, or you know, uh, have somebody comment, uh, you know, uh, you know,
1: answering questions about you know what it's like. I think it's like a perfect example too. It's like female athletes aren't getting attention, but when you're smoke show like Livy Dunn or the Cavender twins at Miami, like they have hundreds of thousands of followers and they get these big time sponsors now, and and no matter what they do, at, it doesn't. There's there might not be a professional sport for them to go to after, but like you have a fucking career now because you are now an influencer.
0: Livy Dunn,
1: I have not seen
0: her cheer once in my life. That's how big she is on social media. She She's a gymnast, bro. Not a cheerleader. Oh, she's a gymnast? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder why I haven't seen her on the field. I was gonna say, I was like, why is she on the field? Why do you think she's making TikToks
1: at the LSU game in the stands?
0: <laughs> oh, I, I was wondering that too. I was like, I was like, why, why isn't on the fucking field? Oh, I didn't know that. Whatever the fuck. Listen, I did I, always not, say to
1: myself, though, gymnasts, why are more gymnasts just cheerleaders? Like, you fucking, you, you're probably better than a cheerleader. You can do crazy fucking stunts and shit. Thought she was a cheerleader. Libby Dunn sorry. I'm not, she probably won't
0: watch this. So I doubt she will. But uh, I, I'm not, I, well, same with that. I have not seen her fucking uh, flip or twirl at all ever in my life. But I have seen her on TikTok shaking her ass. So there you go.
2: Flip or twirl.
1: On her TikTok, she's got plenty of like when they're in season 2 She's got a ton of gymnast content. Which oh is- yeah, I I, I just flip past. So that if, she, if she's not showing anything provocative, I'm
0: skip. I'm scrolling right past. I don't have time for a
1: Wearing whatever those things are called, they're pretty fucking uh,
0: tight. uh and what are they? Fucking. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen better, but it's not. You know, it's not nothing. To, it, it is awfully large. Is that but, a singlet
2: or a leot- yeah, I yeah, I yes. leotard. Like-
0: leotard? leotard. 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 I don't know. Well, listen, whatever it is, keep wearing it and I'll keep <laughs> liking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like even though like even that like I I know people are like just flocking to go fucking watch Libby Dunn's, uh uh you know gym uh things on live stream on fucking on their computer and shit like that. They're they're just here on TikTok. They know her as a TikToker and she's a G- LSU gymnast second, you know, you know what I mean? So even that, you know, even your singer gymnast whatever the fuck Grow your following on social media, and that's how you
1: accumulate popularity and can generate revenue over time. You know, once her college career is over, like, I guarantee you she'll be in a Netflix show. Like, she'll just pull an Addison Ray, Like, exactly Rae on Netflix and shit. Seahawks. The Lions-Seahawks game had no defense. There was uh, 1,075
0: total yards of offense, 93 total points, 12 total touchdowns, zero combined punts, 3- 320 passing yards from Geno Smith, and 378 passing yards from Jared Goff.
2: Zero punts?
1: zero
0: punts. The D corner should be fucking fired out of that game immediately.
1: That happens more often than you think no punts. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure the Eagles-Patriots didn't have one single punt that Super Bowl. It was all field goals, touchdowns, and interceptions and shit.
0: That is fucking crazy. If you're a D corner and, and you're fucking—and you give up a combined seventeen hundred and uh, 1,075 yards of total offense, you should be fucking fired after that week immediately. That's ridiculous.
1: I love when uh, there's games where, like, especially—I I remember LSU, maybe Bama, like, years ago when Fournette was there— we're like oh this is going to be a high scoring affair and it was like 7 to 6 like the final score like it's always a time when you think it's going to be a, like a high scoring game where it's like a defensive game when you think it's going to be a defensive game the offense just fucking magically appears
2: alabama's defense was Leonard Fournette's script tonight he averaged like 30 30 yards a game uh, against alabama some some sick shit like that
1: actually that just came out this week too. Uh Leonard Fournette talked about how he the Pretty much told uh, Bruce Arians to cut him. I heard that Fournette tried going to New England
0: after Brady yeah. retired. And then Brady was yeah. like, yeah, I'm coming back. Brady
1: said, I'm coming back. Get the fuck back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leonard Fournette has looked 30 since he came into the fucking LSU. He was bold. There's a few uh, like actors that literally have Morgan Freeman. He's literally looked 54 since he was fucking 25.
0: Well, this is him in high school. Hairline was already fucked. That's 25 plus. The
2: name Leonard fits him so well. That's a perfect name for him, Leonard.
0: That's Morgan Freeman is in his younger years. Yeah, 54. <laughs> oh, you guys hear about the Pro Bowl? Yeah, no more. Pro Bowl will be getting rid of and it will be replaced with the Pro Bowl games including a week-long skills competition and a flag football game. I don't want to watch this shit at all. I'm, I'm over that shit. Just get get rid of it altogether and just stop doing this shit. I'm, I'm, I don't want to fucking see players, you know, fucking playing ping pong or fucking tag or tickle each other or shit like that. Get get rid of the fucking Pro Bowl already. I don't, I don't want to see them playing flag football. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see that shit. Just end it and get rid of it already.
2: Why is it that all-star festivities in football aren't cared about as much as, like, basketball or baseball? I'm, I'm not sure about soccer.
1: Basketball has fell off heavy in the last like ten years with their I disagree. quality of all star week I'm disagreeing with that yeah, too yeah. I, I, the, the, the way that they like, revamped is, it, like. it
2: the way that they revamped oh, yeah. it like it is, like with the like the picking the teams and all of that is like I, I like that I mean, a lot The
1: teams is all fun engaged the game itself like
2: still it's, still exciting. No, excited. no 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 Michael no Michael no, I disagree
1: with that it, too. The game isn't entertaining until the last five ten minutes. I can literally jerk my dick for an hour and a half then turn the game on like that's when that's only time i have to look watch it they do it
0: by quarters though so it starts at zero each quarter so you're seeing which teams win which quarter and then then you go all the way up to the fourth quarter you say okay hey you know set score and that's total points yeah the NFL is always so behind on these things, and I think it's because for the Pro Bowl, it's done at the end of the year. Like, it, once the playoffs start, the Pro Bowl begins. For the NBA, it's midseason. They give their players a break. First of all, it's called an all star break. And if you're an all star, you're playing in that. But, but even players on the all star break get a break. I think it's what was it, A couple days after the all star mm-hmm. game, they get like, like four or five days off. Yep. The NFL, they don't give a fuck. They, they're like, okay, go out there and play. Once, once playoff starts, maybe two or three weeks, boom, you're out there playing again in a fucking actual game. And players don't want to get, obviously, it's a lot more physical in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the sport, of football and basketball. But I think they don't give their players any breaks at all. It is 18 straight weeks, with one week off. Like, that is just ridiculous in terms of, of the amount of wear and tear their bodies are put, are being put through. They don't have the proper amount of rest. For their guys to acclimate to you know to what they're doing on, on a on a yearly basis, as opposed to the NBA, they give their players a week off, two weeks off, uh, and then a, a couple extra days off uh, for the All Star break in the middle of the year. It's not at the end of the year like, like it is with the NFL. So I, I think that's the, the NFL's problem. If we stop stop at mid year, All Star game, a couple couple of weeks off, and then boom, there you go. But I, I think it's because the the NFL uh it's so short they want it to be a boom 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 thing like constantly you know 18 strokes of football and you know that's the you know that's their marketing strategy uh as opposed to the nba which is 882 82 games across a couple of months from october to february whatever fuck, or march or may um so i i think that's their main problem is that that it's at the end of the year as opposed to in the middle of the year
1: the game itself if it was actually mattered and these guys are playing hard they're and they all admit they're there because they're getting paid i think it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars just to show up or something like that like, I remember one year it was Jerry
0: Rice uh, team Jerry Rice versus somebody else and they were in Hawaii and they did like an actual like draft of the players. Mm-hmm. So each player got split up no, no matter what conference and like the NFL legends were like picking the players and choosing what team they want to be on. And I think that, that that was a big festivity. What was that? maybe 2012, 2013, 14, maybe in those prime years. I think that NFL should go back to that. maybe you know do something like that. Uh, but I have, I do have no urge to watch them fucking play dodgeball or color with each other or fucking or play you know uh, foosball or you know fucking uh, play with water balloons. I don't want to see that bullshit. They're grown ass men.
2: What would be a consequence or, or like what would be a result? Death. No. <laughs> it, you want to
1: put some stakes on this? This yeah. Yeah. loser dies.
2: So, <laughs> like with, with baseball, you know how it used to be sure. whoever won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, With basketball now, like the money goes to charities and and shit like that. What would you like? What would you make? The do you get what I'm trying to say? Like in the NFL, what would you make it
1: you really can't do anything because it's all ranking who gets that shit? So, like, if anything, it's like you put more money into it and say if you win, you get an extra fucking hundred K, like something like that. Like, all I can think about is money wise. Like, it's not like you can give them an extra week off. Like, there's really nothing you can incentivize these guys to do. And plus, they're making goddamn millions of dollars. Like, the one thing I think Lee should start doing flat out. MLB, NBA, NFL champion, I think should start getting the first overall pick. I think it would help the league. That would be nice. What? Especially get rid of tanking and all that shit. Owners would fucking stop just letting their team coast and shit. Literally in the MLB, the Pittsburgh Pirates, not the Mariners anymore, but like a few other the Oakland A's shit like that, like their owners don't give a fuck about them. Like they're just there to. Butter check
2: i think it would take a long time for like for th- that to take effect though like a- as far as the competition being upped and tanking to to be like eradicated i think it would take a long time for that to for it to catch i think, up.
1: It, I think it would have an effect in the nba right away but the nfl like there's plenty of there's so many examples of teams that make it to the there's so many now. rounds yeah, where the, two years ago, the team was like a bottom feeder and then two years later, they're in the NFL, like it's, it's a different kind of more parity and everything. But the NBA, I, I think they got a little bit of a problem. Champion gets first overall pick, we'll probably work in
0: the NBA because there's a lot less rounds. And it's a lot bit more of a competitive league in terms of, you know, the amount of games that they're playing. But I think for the NFL, because there's so many rounds, like, like you saw AJ Brown, he, he got the 51st overall, you know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, uh, you know, there's, you know, if, if you don't get picks one through 10, you're, you're, you're getting shit. You're like, you're getting garbage players. Like, you know, it's, there's the always the first that.
1: overall pick though. And then after right, two, right, right, right. the worst teams again. But it's, it definitely incentivizes, it, it incentivizes. To go hard as fuck, and you would probably see more dynasties. Honestly, if it's only the first pick, they're probably like, okay. Yeah, we, we still get
0: picks two through, you know, whatever the fuck. So, so now everyone has to get you know the fucking first overall picks. So I think that that could be one thing too.
1: Think about how much it would help your team too. Like, say you're an older team, you you're in a championship, and you're already in cap hell. Like, you have a high paid quarterback. You get a fucking stud first overall pick, and you hit on it. That helps your cap room so much because then you just let these guys age what out. You yeah, the rookie deal helps even out the fucking numbers and everything.
2: Are y'all fans of the draft lottery?
1: I don't mind. It. I think it's a good little event. What is it, moral Day weekend usually?
2: No, I, I mean, like, overall, like, the like, are you a fan of, like, the, the, the concept of a draft lottery? I am not because of the way it is done. I, I think
0: the, the NFL should have a draft lottery, but I think it should be a, a, a smaller amount of teams. NBA is 14 teams. So, a, a, a team that, that is ranked at 14 could have the possibility of getting the first overall pick, at, you know, 0.000000.1 chance of getting it. So, I, I think that's bullshit. I think if, if your team is 0 16, you know, you should have, you know, the top spot to get that chance, you know, to get the number one pick. So, I think maybe if it's 1 through 4, maybe one, you know 1 through 5 or 1 through 10, but 1 through 14, I think that's way too many teams, uh, you know, in that. I, I, I like the way the NFL team does it. You know, worst overall record gets the first overall pick. I, I like that. I agree with that. Uh, but obviously, the, the NBA does it, you know, for excitement and shit like that, you know, getting more TV revenue and shit like that. Uh, so, I... I am, I'm not a fan of the draft lottery the way it's done now, and I said, I, said, I think I said a couple months ago, I said that, that, that the NFL should have a draft lottery, but I, I think it should be a finite amount of teams that are in it, not fucking 14 like
1: the NBA does it. I think the NBA draft lottery, and I know for a fact a few years, it's definitely rigged. Oh, definitely, absolutely. It has to be. I think they looked into it and they fucking found out, like, Sterling, when he was the commissioner, fucking, they found that the balls were weighted and, like, it was, they had, they were trying to give New York the top pick. The thing that's bullshit, it's, it's dumb behind
0: closed doors, so you're not seeing it yourself. They fucking had the bitch-ass envelopes, fucking, that, that, that Asian guy, whoever wh- the hell's the associate commissioner of the league, the Takano, whatever the fuck his name is. Comes out, he's like, well, welcome to the NBA draft. He's fucking smiling, fucking humongous fucking smile. I hate that guy's fucking face because the Bulls ne- never get anything good. Um, and it's always "Oh yeah, this team, you know, please hand me the envelopes and shit like that. Show it to us. Right there and then. Do like a fucking lottery on TV. Like, do the fucking pick. I, I want the spinning balls, shit, the, the machine. Show us right there and then, NBA. Like, no more of this behind-closed-door bullshit. Bring us to our second sponsor of the week, BetUS. Now, BetUS is the best legal online sports book. They allow you to bet on it all. NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, golf, MMA, horse racing, and NASCAR. Both men and women's bas- college basketball, college football, and even the Canadian Football League. They have their own sports book, they have their own race book, and even if you don't wanna bet on sports and you just wanna gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process, 24/7 personalized services, live wagering on all major games, and to top it off, if you use promo code the GQuad, you can get 125% off on a sign up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at
2: BetUS. I don't believe that James Harden lost hundred pounds, but if he lost yeah, weight. Fuck if out he, of here if, if he lost weight, I, I think definitely he, weight. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I am looking forward to the to the season. I still don't fuck with James Harden, but I fuck with what he can do for the team.
1: I'm pretty sure he said in that like that same day where I got the notification that he said he lost hundred pounds, he said like he's down to take a back seat to Maxi this season, like and let Joel and Maxi do everything. He, he's lying. He has an ego. His ego's too big for that shit. Get the fuck out of
2: well, he, he lot. And and, and, and attitude, like absolutely. A woman.
1: He passes like a motherfucker, so I believe it when he said it. I no longer fuck with KD. Fuck that guy. Wow. He is such
0: an asshole. Oh my god, like he is constantly on his period every fucking day of the year. Like, what is wrong with this guy? his attitude is this horrible and, like, and like he, he thinks like he's just like some, you know, mightier than now person. Like, like why do you act like this in public and f- with, with the media? Like, just, you know, be polite and, you know, get over it. I, I know that, 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 that he doesn't like the media. Even uh, th- during the, the LeBron and KD, uh, you know, uh, all-star draft, he was being rude to Ernie Johnson. And that guy's like, he's really nice, he's one of the nicest guys on, in the world. I'm like, fuck that guy. I can't stand KD
2: now. He's, just, I think he's a bitch. He just wasn't being talked. I, I mean. I think KD is just like a introvert. Clearly unhappy
0: in Brooklyn. Like fucking, we know that you're unhappy. Just fucking say it.
2: Yeah, I think he's an introvert. And like growing up, I, I don't think that he was like that social, like coming up. I think people just knew that he could hoop. You know, and he was just that guy, like the guy that could hoop. I don't think he really like was like approaching women or anything like that. I think he was just uh, he's just a shy like individual, and I think that that's just part of his personality.
0: It's saying, "Oh yeah, I, I want to be traded," and then taking it back—that was bullshit. Too, The have single-handedly ruined the Nets franchise, and and your attitude with Kyrie. Both of those guys were just fucking uh, fucking drama queens, and I cannot stand them. They want to see the world burn is what they want. Like they love to see that. Like they love they live for drama, and then they live for you know. Getting people riled up over their bullshit. It's horrendous. I just think they're both like fucking weirdos. Like, like you, you obviously hate each other, so why would you do this, you know, partnership? You know, saying, oh yeah, hey, it didn't work out, let's move on. Like, you, you can't say, I, I, I want to leave and then be like, okay, yeah, never, mind I take it back. Like, like, you can't do that. You cannot say, I want the GM and I want the coach fired or I'm leaving. And then, and then say, oh, yeah, never mind. I'm back. I'm, I'm here for full, full 100%. After
2: having a meeting with the GM and the coach. that's, that's Exactly, cool. that is, exactly, that exactly, cool.
0: exactly. And, and and to say, look, I'm not sure if, if KD was, like, saying it to his face, like, saying, hey, Sean Marks, you, you need to go on. I'm out. Like, I, I'm not sure if this is behind his back. Like, if you're KD, be straight up. Sit down with Steve Nash and Sean Marks and be like, I don't like you guys at all. Like, don't like this, you know, pussyfoot around and say, hey, you know, uh. You know I, I i like you i don't like you if you don't like steve nash say steve i don't like you but kd it is your job even if you don't like steve nash be cordial be respectful and just go out and do your job you do not have to like your co-workers to do your job appropriately you know what i mean as long as you're out there on the court doing what you need to do there you go that's, that's what you that's all you need to do but do not just you know don't be fake with somebody and say hey You know, I'm all in with you, Steve, and then and then go to the fucking owner, Joe Sigh, and say I want Steven and Brian fired or I'm I'm out. Like it makes no sense. Like just be straight up. I think Katie's problem is he doesn't like confrontation. I think that I think that might be his problem.
1: I think the NBA specifically has a huge uh, player problem when they just can force their way out and stay silent and like the whole ego problem is what they have too. Yeah, yeah, that too. But Ben Simmons did not show up and was not going to show up, and he faked a back injury and shit. And the Sixers withheld pay and they easily could have not paid them. And Ben Simmons just got paid a few months ago. He took them to court and shit. And the Sixers just said, fuck it, we'll pay you. Like no, like nowhere in life can we do that outside of fucking professional sports. Like, why the fuck can they do that? Like, and I. I, like,
2: I think the new CBA for the NBA is gonna be like hectic for um for the players. I, I think it's gonna be way more restrictive because they got away with a lot of shit. Uh, this this past term, this past CBA term.
0: I watched Ben Simmons interview with JJ Redick. He is definitely a very likable guy. I think he's funny. I think he has a good sense of humor. I agree with Mike. The way he handled his situation in Philadelphia was unprofessional. I think him going, being on his phone during practice and walkthroughs was disrespectful to Doc Rivers and the team. And I think him holding out in the way that he did was disrespectful in terms of what went on with the Sixers. I think it's because there was no communication at all. He, 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 he Call me on the phone, Ben, and say, I'm not coming to practice. I'm done. Uh, if I was a coach, I'd be like, okay, Ben's out. I can't do anything about it. I, we, I call them and say, hey, come back. He doesn't want to come back. You can't force somebody to do something that they don't want to do. But I think that if you're a guy that says, I don't want to be here, but then you show up and you're on your phone during practice and you're saying, oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to be here. And then, and then you just get up and leave. What's the point of even showing up? Hold out the full time, move on and say, hey, this partnership did not work out. I don't want to be here. Let's find a solution. And I think it was a whole clusterfuck between that, this and that. And I think if you're Philadelphia, first of all, the way they also handed it too was a uh, whole oh, clusterfuck as well. Dr. Rivers should, should just came out and said, Ben's done. We're done with Ben, Ben's done with us. We are looking for a, a amicable solution in, in the meantime, but he's no longer part of the team at all. But he kept saying, oh yeah, we love Ben, we, we wanna have Ben included, but, but, then, but then Joel Embiid's coming out saying, oh yeah, I'm not, I don't fuck with that guy anymore. So there was like conflicting things between them. And I was like, hey, just come on and say Ben's done and let's move on. But they, they, they didn't do that because, because Doc, Doc Rivers was out here li- liking videos of fat-ass white
1: kicks <laughs> throwing it back. These players don't owe fans anything, but Ben could have saved himself a reputation if he just came out and said, like, this is my situation right now. Like, but he just stayed silent, and he fucking he went ghost for, like, three months. Like, if you just speak out, you especially in Philadelphia, like, fans yeah. will make up any goddamn scenario where they see smoke, they'll make it fucking a fucking inferno fire like you just gotta speak
2: up if his mental health was uh was an issue i think he should have gotten ahead of that you know what i'm saying I, I think he made it worse by everything piling up and then him saying yeah my mental health was fucked up at that time you know what i'm saying I, and and again full disclosure as a person who has his own mental health uh issues i i just I don't like how the narrative can can just be like can just be changed like that and just by him saying oh yeah it, it was my mental health his mental health had nothing to do with him not taking that shot in 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 the game you know what I'm saying like at at the end of, like he I don't feel like he took enough and accountability he admitted
1: to it in JJ Ruddick podcast. Yes. He said he thought I had a better shot.
2: Yeah. I, I just, <laughs>
1: and, he, and he said, he regretted not fuck. He said, now I'm looking back at it. I wish I just fucking cocked that shit. Yeah.
2: I, I, so I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like he took enough accountability. And I also feel like he is, I think I said this before, but he is in for a uh, world of trouble. Uh, if he think that he going to get away with that shit in, in, New, in Brooklyn, you know, with, with all those expectations and all of that. So he got to uh, toughen up a little bit at least. I think Katie is okay with being the number 2 uh personality on the team, but right, I think right. that he picked the wrong number one at being Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think Kyrie is a great, like, leader. Kyrie won his championship with LeBron any other time, you know what I'm saying?
0: Kyrie even said on LeBron's The Shop, the fuck, the barber shop, whatever the hell he wants to call it. You uh, know what it's called, it. It's called sitting in, in a dark room in fucking barber chair not even getting your haircut. That's what it's called. And he said, you know, I had anxiety when being drafted because you weren't there because I had, like, these tough on my shoulder to bring a championship here to Cleveland and that all was alleviated when you came back and you took that leadership role. KD and Kyrie are not the main guys to be leaders on a team and I think I agree with Quan that KD and Kyrie are a horrible partnership and they should have just last this all season should have just said hey we're not we're not meant to play with each other we're not meant to be on the same team things happen shit happens Th- things don't work out.
2: How they say like don't never move in with your friends like like don't don't be roommates mm-hmm. with your friends and stuff like that. Um while I will say I have had success in or I have had my success and failure in that in that world. The NBA is definitely not where you want to, you know, room with your friends if you know so to speak. Unless you're LeBron and you can go, you know, wherever the fuck you want to and win championships.
1: The uh, Black Adam trailer, when it first came out a few weeks ago, or not the first trailer that came out, but the new TV spot, they had the Justice League, Justice League, Steppenwolf smashed the hammer into the ground for the equation, you know, and fans backlash so much that The Rock actually had them take it out and put in the Black Adam explosion instead. And people now, like, saying, like, is Justice League gonna be canon, or, what? like, it's so many mixed signals, or is The Rock actually listening to fans and gonna actually say, nah, fuck it, we'll go with Snyder's fucking uh, Justice League, or are they just gonna ignore Justice League entirely? Dude, the thing for me is, what I'm seeing here is complete bullshit
0: with, with The Rock and Black Adam. They gave Zack Snyder zero fucking leeway to even breathe or take a piss in his projects. The Rock... This dude has full control of this film, whether it's the trailers, the final cut, the previews, the posters, everything. I'm Not seeing just this guy the in Rock LA.
1: James Gunn and fucking Matt Reeves—they both are having 100% control. Like, I, and don't tell me fucking Warner Brothers learned their lesson either. Like, it is just they didn't this I, the same regime, if it, or this new regime. If Zach was still in place, I don't think they would let him have
2: him. I mean, did you see the Batman of Matt Reeves deserves it? All
1: right.
0: And I, and, and I think that The Rock's Hollywood, uh, you know, prowess and his his pull in the business has something to do with that. Obviously, he's the biggest, you know, he's one of the biggest stars and not the biggest in Hollywood. And I think
2: The Rock doesn't have great movies. I don't understand where he get all his like this, this credit from. I, I can't think of like one great rock.
1: He just movie. has a great fan base that comes out. And same with the MCU. They do not care if it's a fucking great product. They just know the MCU babies will come and fucking pay. And that's all they care about. They want to hit 300 million. The over. iPad kids. Yeah, they if they hit they, their whole goal is 300 million box office. That's all we need. And everything after that is cake. Like, that's what they always care about. Just to see how much control The Rock has gotten with Black Adam. And
0: them not give it to Zack Snyder, who who's proven himself already in, in the uh, DC universe with Man of Steel already. The Rock has not been in a DC film or been a superhero at all. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And this is his first movie with DC. And the amount of power that, that, that they've given this man to, to, for this film, is just I, I, it pissed me off. Because every time I, I see something like this, I think right right back to Zack Snyder and the way that, he, that he's been treated by DC.
1: I think it's complete bullshit.
2: Zack Snyder should be the Kevin Feige of DC.
1: It's, and he and he literally pretty much was he had the whole thing mapped out and they and DC Warner Brothers itself released the fucking slate for the next like six or so years like the movies that were gonna come out and if they just stuck to that like that that slate was awesome and I still stand one hundred percent by this I love how the MCU had individual solo movies and then fucking brought them together I actually fuck with how Zach did it Man of Steel solo movie bbs we introduce batman and we get a glimpse of the other justice league characters that was good enough for me just seeing them side characters that's good then you finally after that zach was gonna have a batman solo movie wonder woman solo movie like why not just have a little team up right there in the second movie that's not bad like people were like oh we don't get to see them fleshed out like no they this is a comic book world superheroes and villains run into each other like you and i fucking walking down a street every day like they're heroes like they're flying across the world and shit why wouldn't they just run into each other especially against a fucking threat like doomsday coming to fucking earth like you kidding me like the greatest heroes are gonna show up like it makes no sense why people would hate on that it's just bullshit that people just love to anything that's trending to hate on they'll pile on to the point where they actually have people convinced that it was ass. man of steel is fucking one of the best comic book movies i've ever fucking seen it gives me chills every time i see it don't tell me henry cavill wasn't hopeful in that that whole movie was about family and hope and fucking like good things
2: yeah i think uh zach snyder would have had a good joker
1: yeah I, the snyder cut joker i loved oh i loved this at the end with the, the no makeup and everything, the, uh, no tattoos and everything i mean i really didn't even mind the suicide squad one i know david i didn't like it have you seen the deleted scene though with david Ayer's version I
2: I don't. I don't have the heart. I don't don't have the heart to look at that. It's
1: a different tone. It's not. He's not fucking some weirdo gangster. He's more like he's. He's more of a jerk, and he's more menacing. Like and David Ayer said that. Like that. That's not my Joker the the tattoos the fucking ridiculous. disgusting i d- didn't want to see I, that I, I don't mind the tattoos though like it's uh joaquin phoenix's joker i think is very similar to Heath's joker like i don't like changing it up a little bit cameron monahan or whatever his joker is literally pretty much Heath Ledger too they got the same fucking growl and everything same laugh everybody's just basing their joker off now as heath because Heath absolutely knocked it all out of the park all right
0: go it's, it's so hard to be the next guy up after that like you're like, like oh fuck you know what i mean like the, like the, the, the next it's like, it's like Tom Brady with the Patriots. If, if you're the next guy after Tom Brady, I would not want to be that guy because you have s- such big shoots to fill. Yeah. What DC saw was it was always Zack Snyder's Justice League or Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, and they didn't like that at all. They didn't like that Zack was getting all the attention, and it, they needed one chink in the armor to get Zack the fuck out of there and just absolutely ber- berate him for no reason. They wanted J- Justice League out immediately. His daughter killed herself, like, and he had to leave. And they were, you know, they were obviously pissed that he, that he was leaving in, in the middle of the production because they wanted the film to get out and, you know, get out now. So so they bring in this fat fuck who has never had a woman touch him in his life, Josh Whedon, Damn. you know, t- to do the film. But I think the way that DC is constantly uh, shitting on Zack Snyder is fucking ridiculous
1: because he's the one that was carrying them for years. And I, I don't know if this new Warner Brothers team, like would take Zack back or not, but like he was part of Teen Titans Go and it literally is tied with Ozymandias as one of the top rated TV shows ever. It got a 9.9. 9. Like the fa- And people say like, oh, the Snyder fans aren't the majority. The Snyder fans are the majority of the DC universe. That's the only market DC has that like people want to come out and see. Everybody else gave up on it. I don't think they realize people are mocking DC every fucking day. Like,
2: and why I'm- not... Take advantage of, like, that moment. Like, Zach, while he's a, a hot topic, why not take advantage of that? Like I, As I soon as just-
1: the Snyder Cut came out and it was success, they should have fucking said, we are doing the Nightmare fucking movie. Like, right away. It shouldn't, it, like, what are we waiting for? They're saying that everything hinges on the success of Black Adam. It, if Black Adam fails, they'll release the next few movies. But after that is fucking being rebooted. Like, no, like, you have something there. Like, use it. But they refuse to use what fans actually want
2: what's y'all's temperature for uh black adam
1: i bought tickets as soon as i got the notification okay. only be- i i'm excited for it but i i i'm banking on henry cavill being that post-credit scene and that's what i'm mainly going to say fuck i'm so behind I, I haven't watched don't worry darling i haven't
0: watched uh i i just watched the blonde yesterday the the uh the part uh, of Listen, I don't give I I wasn't there to fucking watch the film. I was there to see her in the N Seventeen scenes, and I got, I got my money's worth from my from my wiggly Netflix uh, subscription. I definitely got my shit worth. So, uh, she was just tremendous in that film. The, the movie was a little weird.
2: Was she really tremendous I, I, or? Are you, <laughs> you, if you want
1: to see the Watson railed out, you got to watch that Hulu movie with Ben Affleck in it, Deep Water. Oh, I haven't seen that yet because I hate she Ben just Affleck. Talks everybody in that.
0: Oh, okay. I gotta watch. That's next on my list. Alright, so my my review for *Blonde* because I watched it last night, I fell asleep, I had to watch the the rest of it this morning. It was not a good film in terms of it being a, uh, you know, Oscar worthy picture or anything like that. But, in terms of individual performances, I thought Ana de Armas should be nominated for an Oscar for this film. I thought she did tremendous. Jesus Christ. She She really did, she really did. She is a Cuban born actress, and she has a Cuban accent, and you can still hear hints of it throughout the film, but to do a film like this and just change your accent entirely, it's easy if you're if you're an American, uh, you know, have, have an American accent and you, you, you can change it and do this and that. It's a lot difficult if you have a Spanish accent like you have and have to change it for an entire film. I thought her, her, her performance was just tremendous in the film, I thought she did a great job with it, I thought the film entirely was eh, but I thought her Individual performance was just great. So I think she should be nominated for an Oscar for this film I think she should win the Oscar for the film actually because I thought she did that tremendous I'm not saying that because she's good looking or anything like that I'm saying I'm just looking at it from an acting standpoint she did a great job with the character and with Marilyn Monroe, the portrayal of it. There are some scenes in there where she's just completely naked for like five minutes. Just fucking great. Just fucking great. Like her, the, the top, the bottom, everything was great. The thing that's weird is if, if you don't know the history of Marilyn Monroe's life, you won't know what's going on. So they obviously, I'm guessing, they can't use people's real names in this film.
1: Source material was from a it wasn't an autobiography. It was it, a book. It was not a biopic. In, it was Yeah, it, it
0: was based on a fictional portrayal of her life in, in a book that was released in 2001 But I'm guessing in order to get through the legal loopholes of getting the rights people's names They just gave them names based on their profession So for those that don't know Marilyn Monroe was married to Joe DiMaggio For those that don't know who Joe DiMaggio is he's one of the greatest baseball players of all time 51 straight hits Yan- Yankees legend he, they, they, don't say his name once in the film. He's in the movie. Somebody plays him, but his name is the ex-athlete in the in the in the credits. So they they don't ever say his name. She married a pre, uh, a playwright named Arthur Miller. His name is just called the playwright in the film. Like, they don't say his name at all. So if you don't know her life, go read up before you watch the film, so you, so you can understand what's going on, because they are not going to use real life names in it. So I think that's people's fault as well. Um, just to see, because you know there was rumors of you know Joe DiMaggio being abusive to her and things like that. So if you don't know who Joe DiMaggio is, you're you're gonna be confused when you see her uh, move in with him in New York and you know have this big house and have this nice lifestyle. You're like, oh yeah, how's this guy affording this? It's because he's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. So you you have to be aware of what happened in her life in order to understand it, and also be aware that some of the things in the film are not all uh, historically accurate in terms of, you know, deaths, dates, things like that, it's all over the place, so it's not, uh, and, and there's minimal dialogue, there's rarely any dialogue in the film too, which I think, which I didn't like at all, so I, I think if, if you're watching it for dialogue, if you're, you're shit out of luck for that, but overall, I enjoyed it, it was very weird, it, it, it does make you uncomfortable, obviously, there are some scenes with, uh, you know sexual assault in them as well. So if you uh, that, that triggers you as well uh, I would advise against watching against that. i uh, just skipping over that part i not, not watching it at all It, it is a very traumatic movie uh, in terms of what happened. So I enjoy I enjoyed her performance I enjoyed the film uh, But it was an iffy film to watch and I don't think it was the greatest film uh, I, I want to bring up what Mike was talking about with the DC rumors about Henry Cowell being in the post credit scene I seen this thing on Twitter uh, apparently, this is from a credible DC source uh, that these are these are the rumors of DC's appearances in terms of the Trinity appearing in, in, in upcoming films. Uh, we got Shazam 2 is supposed to have Wonder Woman in it, uh, confirmed. Uh, Aquaman confirmed to have Batman, obviously. The Flash, rumored to have all three, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. But Black Adam, what Mike brought up, is supposedly supposed to have Henry Cavill Superman in it, and I'm excited to see that shit and see if he actually appears. Me too,
1: and not even just like a fucking Peacemaker Shadow Cavill or Headless Cavill. They, he has a speaking line supposedly saying, good thing I'm not from this planet, they're saying. Wolverine confirmed to be in Deadpool 3. I've heard two takes. Kevin Feige's tired of shit getting leaked, so he said go ahead and announce it. I've also heard this is Ryan Go- Ryan Wow Reynolds and Hugh Jackman strong arm and Feige end the fucking doing it. They just announced it themselves.
2: I thought he he didn't want to play Wolverine. Was hard. Yeah, yeah, I, it, thought he I thought he was done, done too. I was, I, was, I was surprised.
1: I, I love the way he left in Logan. I don't want to see him just come back for one of, one more appearance. I like the same thing with fucking John Krasinski as uh in the. For the Fantastic Four and Multiverse of Madness, why the fuck are we seeing you one time and then you're, you're gonna recast you? Like, that's the whole point. They, they're saying they're looking for a younger Wolverine and shit, like Taryn Edgerton already talked about, like, rumored for the job and everything. Like, why are we just go with that? The, the Fox universe has a great casting. Michael Fassbender is the best Magneto we've ever seen. The, the, the other guy was good too. Mm-hmm. Ian, uh, whatever his name is. Ian McCallum. Like, yeah, they're all fucking, like, the Fox Universe nailed all their fucking castings for those roles. Just bring them in. But I have a theory on this.
0: This is another fan-service bullshit thing. Again, you want to know why? Because at uh, Comic-Con at D23, they said, we are not going to have another X-Men movie for a very long time, they said. They said that we, they said they have no further plans for the X-Men in terms of live action. So they're, they're, they're thinking, how the fuck do we hold off these fans, these X-Men fans, until then... Let's give them their favorite X-Men character, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Bring him in here for the Deadpool. Another fan service bullshit. I guarantee you that they're, they're, they're going to do the, the the classic yellow costume with the cowl and everything that's like that. They, that's what I, I was,
1: was going to say. They confirmed he will be in the yellow Wolverine costume. I'd see as
0: more fans of his bullshit like we've been asking for this yellow costume for years now
1: And they for and years. they fucking teased us with it at the end of the fucking Origins, The Wolverine was. Yeah,
0: and it was just and we never get it and now all of a sudden we're getting it After you announced that that you're not having X-Men movies for a very long time Not not a coincidence that, that they're doing this
1: and as soon as fucking Hugh was announced for this uh, Robert Downey jr. Said I might come back too for armored wars and how about that? Armor's, Armor Wars fucking went from Disney Plus to fucking a movie now, too. It's
0: before, like, film now, yeah. Because fans were upset about it and they wanted to be a th- thing.
1: And other fans, it was a bullshit thing. Horrendous. And fucking Blade is it's so bad. They're, they the were Hershel about Lally to start Lally fucking principal photography and they scrapped it. Yeah, the, the script was so bad. And they said the producer didn't even read the script yet. How the fuck are you gonna be? almost start filming shit when the producer didn't even read the script? Like, People are saying, like, like who... Who Director quit. Like, no wonder the quality of the MCU has gone down. Like, people aren't even reading scripts. Like, there's absolutely no fucking way some of these jokes in Thor, Love and Thunder should have been fucking even allowed in there. Like, Taika Waititi, get that motherfucker the fuck out of here. <laughs> he is not fucking funny. He's not He's funny. Not. He's not a good fucking film. He's a
2: doodle. In my opinion, though, know, he made the better two Thor movies.
1: Well, that the, the other people are saying Ragnarok, was a hand down script that he just altered. It wasn't fully his script. He's a fraud. <laughs> he is. He's not fun. Like, his humor is cringe. He's like fucking Russell Wilson of the MCU. And how can... And this is how I kind of know he didn't write fucking uh, Ragnarok. Because in Ragnarok, Court talks about his mom and dad, and then in fucking Love and Thunder, he says he's fucking got two dads. What the fuck is going on? Like, are you are you are you that dumb you don't know what you wrote in the one movie ago? Are you like how do you like the continuity is not there? He's a fucking fraud. It wasn't his script, that's why. And, and the other thing, too, I've seen deleted scenes of fucking Christian Bale carving off his tattoos and when he was disgusted how the gods didn't help him. Why, like, they had so much potential. Why would you bring in Christian Bale to play this serious, menacing character And you didn't cut them loose, like you cut out everything that was. They cut all of his scenes. They cut all of his scenes out. They said, "Why do you? Why is the MCU
0: constantly bringing in these darker characters if you're not gonna go all the way out with them and just cut their scenes because they're too dark for for the audience for the for the iPad kids? Like it makes no fucking sense."
2: How how do y'all think uh, Doctor Doom is gonna like? What do y'all think they're gonna do with him? He needs to
0: kill children immediately in his first scene. Snap neck, slit their throats. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. think this isn't really- a nice person. Exactly. This is related too. You can't fucking bring in Charlie Cox from Daredevil and fuck the Punisher from Netflix universe and fucking Kingpin who we've already seen these actors play these roles a certain style and fans absolutely loved it and then you bring them over and you fucking make Kingpin wearing a fucking floral ass fucking button down like he just came from the beach and he gets his ass beat up by echo like the fuck out of here like stop it like and charlie cox already fucking said this is not the same daredevil oh there's levity in my in daredevil's comics there's room for this and that like no bro you played it perfect you played it perfectly like it's it's like the same as fucking dc just made Fucking Batman just fucking happy guy and hopping down the alley saying, hey, buddy, put that gun down. We don't need to do that. Peace and love, guys. We can do this another way. For characters like
0: that, they have dark origin stories like Batman's family is gunned down in front of him. Daredevil has fucking acid thrown his goddamn eyes. Like, it's not a happy-go-lucky, you know, experience. It's not like, you know, even Spider-Man, too. His uncle is killed in front of him, and that's how he becomes Spider-Man. Like there are rarely any superheroes that are brought up or inspired to become heroes in their up in their upbringing and their origins. Like Superman's fucking entire planet was fucking uh, destroyed and fucking exploded, and that's how he came to Earth. Like his parents are dead. Like his real parents are dead. You know, so it's not like you know they have like this. Uh, you know oh, yeah, I was beat up as a kid and, you know, I, I became the superhero don't know. Like, that's not how this works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh So I, I think it's a whole clusterfuck. But
2: the, the first Thor movie was just so fucking boring to me, man. And Dark World was those are the only two times where I've fallen asleep uh, on MCU movies.
1: The overall movies two weren't great, but I like the way Chris Hemsworth played Thor better. in two. if he was given a better then, script, I can respect that. a lot shit, maybe we would have never seen this more lighthearted Thor but like i you can have both though i don't understand why they can't give us both like you don't need a joke every five seconds it's just it ruins it it literally ruins it like it takes me out of the moment you have this serious crucial part of the movie and like you have a fart oh like what like come on like we're not fucking in fifth grade but they're clearly targeting fifth graders like
0: The iPad kids! I thought the MCU did a great job with, you know, Thor lo- loses his eye, Endgame, Loki dies. I think, I was like, okay, yeah, here we go, we're gonna get a dark, depressed, motivated Thor. Endgame. Fat fuck, uh, you know, eating ice cream and fucking popsicles and playing Fortnite. Like, what are we doing here? that. It, They completely ruined his character, and they had such a great way of going into that with what they had with from, what was it, Ragnarok when he had the short hair and shit like that, and then into Endgame. The first Thor, the first two Thor movies, I thought they did a, a okay job with it in terms of the storylines because they would, if, if we're just constantly seeing Thor and Loki, Thor and Loki, you know, them facing off, it's like Teen Titans with fucking Slade, like, mm-hmm. the Teen Titans are always fucking facing Slade and they can never beat him, like, there are six of you guys, you, fucking, you can't beat this fucking one guy with a goddamn mask, and like, beat his ass already and fucking move on, and in the fucking Teen Titans, like, uh, like, cartoon, it is Slade, 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 Slade. They're like, oh yeah, he's really hard to defeat, like, Beat his fucking ass already!
1: Kill this guy and move on, like, like fuck's sake! I think the MCU has a and like right after that too, like Endgame era. They nerfed their most powerful characters. You nerfed the Hulk. You nerfed fucking Thor. Like we literally just saw Thor almost kill Thanos, and you come out and say, "Oh well, I think Wanda is about to kill him. Like she's the most powerful." Like no, you oh Cat you the don't, Marvel they nerfed her too. They Captain the Marvel yes, they in there. You you don't need to nerf any of these characters. You have villains that are strong enough that you can let these characters reach their full potential potential and still have a threat come in that like Galactus and fucking mm-hmm. Silver mm-hmm. Surfer. These guys can fuck you up no matter how strong <laughs> the Hulk and Thor are. Like why are we nerfing? There's no need to nerf. There's enough threats out there that you can keep these guys and have other people be the weaker links. Like. Like, no one's complaining that fucking uh, Hawkeye and fucking, Juan, or, and fucking Natasha are literally fucking you and I. Like, no, one, no one's saying, like, oh, I don't believe they can fucking actually throw an arrow and fucking beat up blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, nobody gives a fuck. We just, like, we're, like, just keep the story true to the source material and we'll be happy. But they fucking just have to work in, like, these fucking agendas and fucking just dumb shit. Like, let us fucking enjoy it. Give us what we came to see. Stop fucking making this weird shit.
2: Kevin Feige, if you're listening, and I doubt you are, but if you are, just don't let me down with Doom, please.
1: Him and uh,
0: Magneto have very serious and dark upbringings. Like, like I know if, if if the MCU does Magneto, nerfing him, he's 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 gonna be a pussy because he is a Holocaust survivor. Like his fucking family is burned alive. His entire you know uh, race is fucking destroyed they're not going to show any of that shit
1: like they're just gonna... yeah they're not touching any of that shit they, they honestly probably wouldn't even make them jewish honestly they they they're, they're flirting with just trying to make them black and trying to relate it to like another like reason why he became magneto and why he hates everybody pretty much
2: could y'all see a scenario where deadpool 3 is a turning point uh, as far as dark Uh, storytelling
1: well first of all we got his it's too comedic this is the first time disney's gonna do a an r-rated movie we gotta see like what the fuck they're gonna do and then deadpool's like you said his comedy is fitting because that's true to his fucking style and it's not that's, that. that's his character, and it's not cringe. You can have jokes, but they can't, they got to be fitting. They got to be timed right. Like that's like that's what comedy is. You just can't force it every fucking time you get a chance.
2: Ryan Reynolds is uh, is is a perfect Deadpool in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he he's Deadpool in real life without powers. You saw him in uh
0: X Men Origins Wolverine. He he was already comedic even then, and it, that that wasn't really a, a comedic film, but and because that was his character. But if if you're making characters. Who are not comedic? Comedic, it's fucking cringe. Like the Hulk is like this guy who's you know press wants to kill himself because this this like he's talking about oh, yeah I I put a bullet in my mouth and the green guy shot it out. Like that is not a, a you know a comedic line. It's a very serious, depressing line. And that, you know to make him fucking you know be dancing and building bars in Mexico with his fucking cousin who he you know bleeds on and makes her give her Hulk powers. It's, I think it's cringe and it ruins his character. She
1: Hulk got even worse. I'm watching. Is it, is it done yet? Is it over yet? No, and Daredevil still hasn't showed up. I, I haven't watched it. More weeks left. Fucking people, like literally, there's not the plot's not advancing at all. She's literally fucking going to a she went to a fucking ranch and did fucking yoga and like fucking namaste. Went to a like, wedding or some shit. combination, The wedding
2: was, was two weeks ago. The week ago.
1: before. Oh, sorry, I haven't watched it. I'm
0: done. I'm sorry. I, I can't do it anymore. It has to be done. I I, I gave it a chance. I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm done with it already. It makes me sick
1: you touched on it earlier about how we won't have an x-men movie they're gonna sprinkle it in just like they're trying to sprinkle in the fantastic four and shit just like in miss marvel they brought up mutants the guy that was talking to whatever fucking name is kamal khan says like oh i'm a mutant i have this x gene like that's they hit they pretty much like that's how they introduced the mutants pretty much and then multiverse of madness we got to see some like professor x
0: we saw yeah
1: we're just going to get sprinkles like that until 2030, whatever. Then we'll finally get a.
0: You know, I'm glad Mike brought up Professor X. You brought back
1: Professor X from the last one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why can't you just bring back the old people from the, from the Fox era? Shift well, them in and ride it all the way.
1: That's what I mean. They're, they're just doing us fan service. They're bringing them in one time and they're going to cut ties with them. And they're going to say, oh, this is the real MCU fucking Wolverine. This is the real MCU Magneto, like blah, blah, blah. But you don't have to do that. These people aren't that old. They can still do it. And let's not act like fucking these guys are doing their goddamn stunts anyway. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't even fucking, he literally doesn't even show up to the fucking shit. He does voice recordings because his face is in the iron suit. Like, he's not doing that shit. They got body doubles and shit. Go look up
0: Avengers Endgame behind the scenes. Nobody in that movie is wearing a costume. They are in fucking their regular street clothes from fucking getting a Starbucks run. And they're like all like have like mocap dots on them. There is nobody's in costume at all. And if you're in
1: too. They're in fucking a green suit their suits aren't made they're all green screen and they fucking cgi that shit and the the more wild shit about fucking multiverse of madness they weren't even in the same room as each other None of them even met each other. They didn't even know who they were fighting. They were just fucking, they didn't, have, they it was all blank because of COVID and shit.
2: What's the guy's name that played the Green Goblin? Willem Dafoe is Willem Green Dafoe. Goblin. Willem yeah. Dafoe, Willem Dafoe. He said, yeah. he, did did yeah. he, said he wasn't going to come back unless he he was able to do his own stunts. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. he, he, he is fucking
0: ripped. He is ripped. He's in great shape. Uh, I, I believe for Spider-Man 1... Uh, he, like, gone to like, actual shape, to, you know, to play
1: Klingon. Well, go- he, he had to be in a form of the super s- soldier serum in, in a way.
2: So I know. I think he's one of the ugliest white men alive.
1: Oh, a my. very
2: unattractive man. He could have played green he, goblin without the mask willem defoe is a
0: national treasure to this country and you should respect him in every form
1: they still need to find a way to let that motherfucker play a form of the joker in some oh. universe in dc
2: if he wasn't he an actor so he would get no bitches. I,
1: I i've talked about this. i i disagree with that i think, I think status makes ugly people fucking hot. If, you, if you're in a movie, you're fucking in Hollywood, shit like that, like you're an influencer, you could be an ugly motherfucker, but because you have fucking status and clout, fucking people thirst over. Pete Davidson looks like my fucking asshole. Like, you gotta come be kidding
2: on. me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's, come on.
1: I've seen some of the hottest girls with some of the ugliest fucking men, so it the looks don't fucking matter anymore.
2: Exactly. I just wanted it to be known where I stand on Willem Dafoe. Excellent actor, ugly man. Jesus.
1: I saw this funny TikTok where it was like uh my black friend's parents were talking about how they named their children white names. In hopes that they would get hired and and now they're saying it's backfiring because when they're trying to get jobs, fucking they're looking for the black names to hit this like quota number <laughs> to get black people board. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't bring up Ime Udoka. Let's
0: do it. Once again, I was saying this last week. Let's wait till we get all the fucking information. We finally got some uh, some more information on, on his situation. Uh, according to a, the law firm in charge of, of investigating Ime uh scandal, they, they discovered that he used crude language, is what the quote says, uh, with a female subordinate before the start of his workplace relationship. So, I'm guessing he was... Uh, saying inappropriate shit to multiple women throughout this organization before this all occurred, which is, I'm guessing, what happened.
2: I wonder if, like, if it was a part of his, like, his pride and his ego, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had gotten, like, I guess, gotten away with what he was doing for so long that he he got, like... Ultra confident and and just you know what I'm saying just just felt like he could do whatever the, whatever the fuck he wanted to um and at the end of the day you are a black man and let me tell you um there are certain pressures uh you know what I'm saying that we have to deal with just continuously like just just in general you know what I'm saying so we don't have the luxury of getting away with things that a lot of other people were getting away with because like even like in in the reports about um the email Udoka thing. People are saying like, you know, like it can't be just infidelity or whatever, because that shit is happening all over the league. You know what I'm saying? But we don't share the luxury of, you know what I'm saying? We, we have a much shorter lease just naturally. You know what I'm saying? My mima told me, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, um, she told me that I, alwe- I already have two strikes against me. Number one, because I'm black. Number two, because I'm a black male. You know what I'm saying? So we we already we are we're naturally behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying? So it, it will never, when the opportunity comes to put us behind, you know, you best believe that that they're gonna take it, you know, further behind. You you best believe that that, that opportunity is gonna be taken. We
0: are not in any way condoning what this guy did. Yeah, yeah. What he did was fucking
2: stupid, first of all. And
0: I think as a black man, you need to be careful about what you're doing, especially in positions of power. He failed to realize that he was a black man He's one of the few black head coaches in the league in a predominantly white city, which has, you know, has his racial undertone. So you are a black man who was the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He should have took that with the utmost seriousness and understood that he is under that light and that microscope of being, Hey, my time here needs to be serious and needs to be taken seriously in order for me to be taken seriously as a coach in this city and in this league
2: i, th- I think that kind of goes back to the ego thing like you know what i'm saying man? like where where you have all these responsibilities of being a black man in in this position in a, a historically racist city and you know those kind of things at the same time you know what i'm saying like you could say the exact same sentence and it'll mean something different like you could say hey I have a lot of responsibility here. I'm a black man in a historically racist city. And you know, like, like what, what, nothing can touch me. You know what I'm saying? So is the, the ego, the, the male ego is, is a delicate, you know what I'm saying? It's a delicate uh, resource, I guess you could say. So you, you just got to find that balance. And unfortunately for Ime, you know, it is he, he led too far
0: the other way. He got way too comfortable as what I think, way too comfortable. He should have been, you know, like, like really, like making inna- inappropriate comments to female employees. And, and, the, and they obviously found it to be un- uncomfortable for them, because, which is why they reported his ass. Like, come on, man, like really, like you should be focusing on basketball and knowing that there are people's jobs w- within this organization that are counting on me to deliver in terms of winning. Because if you don't win, people will get fired. And that's, you know, it, uh, I, I was watching ESPN and, 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 and Marcus Spears was, was saying this. Uh, he said uh, that if it was the Celtics coffee guy that, you know, just delivers coffee and he did this, he, it would have been fired, him. We, we never would have heard about yep. it. But since it's and he he's the head coach of the, of the team. It isn't even serious. Um, accusation and, and position that he's in because he's the head coach of, of one of the biggest franchises and most valuable franchises in the league. So he, I, I, I world, think he right? took his yeah he took his pos- position for granted first of all and wasn't aware of the scope and the you know uh importance of what he was doing. So now we are losing a black head coach in, in the league again. Most likely he's gonna get fired or he's gonna move on from the team. And uh, I, I do know that, that their new coach is, is, is Latin, I believe he's a minority as well, but it's, it's a whole different thing when, you know, you have a, a certain set of uh, minorities in terms of black coaches being in the league, which is very minimal. What is it? Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers and who else? Uh, the guy Ty in Lue. Houston is a black head coach. Tyron Lewis, is a black head coach. Arizona. Darvin
2: Ham now. Darvin
0: Ham as well. Phoenix as well with Monty Williams. There's it's a very short. That's five or six guys like in a 30 team league. Like it's a very short. And 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 I'm sure if if we if we did, you know like Latins and all and all those other you know minorities in general, I'm sure it'd be a much larger list. But he's done. Like he, like he he's off that list now, and I think that's going to hurt him in the long run.
2: The black community, we we got him on the trade block. You know what I'm saying we we looking we looking for you know a, a valuable candidate. You know.
1: He's trying to get Jack Harlow.
2: <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not. i'm good, <laughs> on I'm good. Uh,
1: i love that uh Chappelle race draft episode oh that's yeah. one yeah. of the
0: funniest videos i've ever seen in my life let's do it right now i i, I would trade uh, a latin person let's see what latin person would i trade away who i don't like let's see what latins do i can i not fucking stand uh marco rubio uh i would trade marco rubio and Ted Cruz for Derek Jeter. That's why I cannot fucking stand that piece of shit. Poop.
2: I trade Emei and, and I hate to put them in the same sentence, but Eme Udoka and Jason Whitlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emei Yudoka and Jason Whitlock. I'm so sorry for putting them together. Uh, but if we can trade, you know, across all races, we'll take Bad Bunny. I probably should have said a woman. Oof. Well, I don't know why don't I pick Derrick Jeter? I just love that guy so much. Oh, uh, okay. I forgot about women. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I would like to uh, retract my trade. Um, I would trade Jason Whitlock, Ime Udoka, for Rachel Nichols. <laughs> Rachel Nichols.
1: Wait, did Quan say bad bunny or bad baby? <laughs> don't insult
2: me, man. Come on. Oh,
1: I, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want to lose Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle,
2: y'all on first name basis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and them titties on first name basis oh jesus michael come on man
2: have some fucking self-respect
1: she, she's actually capitalized on her 15 minutes of fame and turned it into uh two hours of fame he's actually doing good things i'll maybe say for Quan brett Favre, but oh, i don't mean, know wow he, he wouldn't
0: oh get yeah great, great candidate. yeah i'll trade him away if i was a white rice he's gotta go
2: uh, we can trade him and we'll um we'll buy him out and release yeah wave him, him wave him <laughs>
1: It's, oh hard, it's hard. Way. to pick, man. All I know who I want is Cat Williams. I want him on my team. Oh, great pick!
2: On Team White. Uh, my last trade request. My last trade. Uh, Candace Owens for Larry David. Oh, great Baldwin.
1: A few weeks ago, when we were talking about the gun situation, he just got confirmed. Didn't he get just get charged? I seen that he did get charged. That, that I, told you, I told you he did. He there was way more to it. The armor even said like he knew there was bullets in there or something. What that this thing with him is just so crazy. Like I can
0: I can only imagine. Uh Roger Maris Jr. said that if Aaron Judge hits his sixty two home runs, he should be celebrated as a single season home run champ. Uh, he asked. Uh, he was also asked if he considers Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire's uh, records illegitimate, uh, and he said, "I do. I think most people do." Roger Maris. Listen, all three of us here. I said it last week. We think that those records are good enough to be to uh, to be withheld. So go fuck yourself.
2: I, I don't have social media, as y'all know, but um, once I was informed about you know the the activity going on with uh with with my my take, which I in, in the moment the I knew was a brilliant take about the Viagra and, and how it doesn't. Matter. Matter. I, I knew I knew what I was doing. You know, what yeah, I'm people love that in the comments. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah you sometimes you just you know it's just one of those moments where you just, just keep feeding you me the rock. But anyway. Um, when, uh, <laughs> when like, like people, people are kind of, of proving my point, point. Like, like as, as far, far as, as Viagra doesn't make you great at sex, it it may help. It makes your dick hard. That is that is you know a valuable part of of sex. You indeed? know you, you you need an erection, but it doesn't <laughs> necessarily it, it that's not all the components that that you know that you need for great sex. You know uh, mm-hmm. subjectively, um, well, you, you have, have to, to make contact, contact with the ball. ball. You know what I'm saying? You, you at the end of the day you have to, to make contact, contact with the ball. It, it it the, the steroids, steroids is not gonna help, help his vision, vision, his timing, or, or like, like in, in my opinion, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um
1: fact it doesn't help your vision
2: or timing, like at the end of the day, it takes talent to do what he did. And to do it that many times, you know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't understand how that's something that could be taken away from somebody. If if we if we talking about taking shit away, you know, uh, take Brett Favre out of the hall of fame for that, for that, uh, for that fuck shit he did, you know, what I'm right. if, if like, if, if we can, like, if we can level, cause if the home run King was Mark McGuire, I think the narrative would be a little different. Absolutely. Listen. I'm
1: not for taking any awards away or anything like that. Who the fuck? This is a sport. You you played well in the sport, dude. I could care the fuck less what happens in the outside world of that. What you do in the outside world, we will judge you for that. But in that sport, you dominated, in, you deserve those accolades. Like it does not matter. And the yeah. home run thing, there's like there's only a few examples of where his strength truly showed. His broken bat home run, like that shouldn't really happen. Like All right. But like you're still squaring the ball up and hitting a home run. And there were guys
0: corking their bats way before fucking Bonds and Maguire and Sosa were doing all that shit. Like, they, those three guys right there saved baseball. So they, every time Sosa, Maguire, and Bonds step foot on a baseball field, people should be kissing their feet. I was selling, come on this, Roger Maris is a white guy from Minnesota, Barry Bonds is a black guy from California. uh, There's a clear bias here, and if Barry Bonds was a fucking white guy from Wisconsin, nobody would give a fuck about this, okay? It's clear and evident that the top three guys, Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds, one's a white guy, two are minorities. You do the math there. But why would
1: he support Judge and fucking, and not support uh, Mark McGuire? I agree with that, but then again, Aaron Judge...
0: Not, if, if you've seen him in public, you, you, you don't really automatically think, hey, that's a black guy.
2: Racially ambiguous.
0: But Mike's point is is, is correct. It is fair. Like, him, him supporting a black man as, you know, beating his dad's record is also yeah, a key actor in there as well. That's a fair point. I agree with that.
2: Take into account, they injected an energy into baseball that was not there before or since. We have not been, you know, and in, in, I am in awe of, of what Aaron Judge is doing. Don't get me wrong, because, I, I mean, that's that's some amazing shit. But, you know, it is too few and far between. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't like even for for that time alone, you have to put those guys, you know, in 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 the record books. Oh, uh, this one guy put, he went from hitting 30 to 40 home runs to 70
0: doesn't count. I want to point out. It was one time. He like, yeah, hit it one time. He hit like 70, was one time. That's yeah. his
1: career. Yes.
0: And, and dude, people do
1: that often. Like guys go fucking 50, like 50, 60 home runs. And then you go right back down to 30. Like Aaron judge had 39 home runs last year. He has, he's at 61 this year. Like it's
0: not a, you know, it's not a crazy thing. And Roger Maris, he hit 61, uh, and then after that, it was like 31 to 29 home runs per year for him. Like, it wasn't Dr. that. Maris is
2: not in the Hall of Fame.
0: He's not in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Barry Bonds... His his highest home run after uh seventy three was forty six. Like that was, you know, 46, 46, 46. People don't understand how big a fifty home run season is. Like that is rare to get. Like thirty five to forty to forty five, that is that, that is above average right there. So it's not like fucking Barry Bonds was some bum, like he was this, you know, oh, only th- only had thirty to forty home runs per year. Like come on, like get the fuck out of it that makes no fucking and whoever,
2: sense. Whoever whoever uh brought that up furthered my point because like it was a white st- guy yeah, if, if it was the steroids then you know he would like it, it, it would have continued you know what i'm saying i i don't i don't see how you i don't know it's it's so simple to me but i don't it's, it's a complicated issue for a lot of people i also have a hot take here that, that i want to give i believe uh that Jalen hurts
1: is the rightful
0: mvp of this league and he won it this year so damn congrats on winning your mvp i love you so much
1: i think josh allen will win it
2: wrong i'm in disbelief yeah i'm in disbelief that he said why hey roll tide don't get me wrong but exactly not not mvp brother not mvp today's game too he was not sharp and i'm not
1: hating, dude he was not sharp dude he literally brought them back from 14 down why was he not sharp let's not act like it like 14 points is nothing with that offense okay and their defense had many, they gave the offense many chances. We're talking about, indeed, and they fumble recoveries. Uh, I think an interception, like they were on it. They picked off uh, him in the third, picked off uh, Trevor Lawrence in the third quarter. Jalen Hurts also had an interception.
0: He also missed a few passes one interception, but he bombed out for 14 down and let them score
1: 29 points. Just saying. Jalen, the first three weeks, Jalen Hurts right there at the MVP race, he's still right there. It, it was just not no, no, no,
0: no. He's not right there. He's up there. He, he is. The, he is the top yeah. guy. You're, you're yeah, just the what hater. That's not.
1: I, mean. I think right now, right now, it is Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts. What? Yeah. Lamar Jackson has more touchdowns than like than eighteen. Teams. teams.
2: Like yeah. <laughs> you're fucking. Lamar Jackson uh, playing
1: out of his mind right
2: now. Out of his motherfucking mind.
1: And Josh Allen is a cheat code. Like he is. He's a powerful Lamar Jackson with a better arm. I'm looking at Lamar's team and his this team's play. Jalen Hurts has been better
2: than him so far. Okay, Lamar is and hey, again, <laughs> roll Todd, Devontae Smith. And,
0: and I'm not just saying that because Jalen Hurts went to Alabama. I'm saying that because I'm, a, I'm a, you know,
2: I'm,
1: I'm watching. I'm watching with my two eyes.
2: Lamar is doing a lot more with a lot less.
1: This Eagles team is. I, I keep trying to say this. This Eagles team is absolutely loaded. Gardner Minshew could step in right now, and they would probably still maybe finish the year with five losses. What? <laughs> yeah, God, this team was, is loaded. They can run the ball. Down anybody's throw AJ Brown and Devonte Smith literally showed you last week. They will make up for your throws and catch anything. You're just a Jalen hater, Michael. That's why no, you keep no. saying this. He, a, Minch who makes the guard, dude. I've seen Gardner step in for Jalen last year. He literally threw, went eighty-five percent against the Jets. Like he, oh, oh, my Jets. my grandmother can go eighty-five percent against the Jets. Dude, I don't care who you're playing. Throwing eighty percent completion rate in the nfl is fucking unheard of and jalen hurts did it two weeks ago like uh, it is against minnesota like it is hard it is it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because he's the the league
2: lamar um his his top two receivers i i read that um before this season they had less than a thousand yards uh combined
1: they they, they were young duvernay and uh what's his name the guy from minnesota it was was the entire receiving core not just the top two guys
2: oh my fault.
0: Tight receiving. Yeah, we we yeah. talked
2: about that yeah.
1: stat a couple of, when we a couple yeah. months ago. Fur- yeah.
2: further was that is what bad. I was yeah. Saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Lamar is still
1: balling. Lamar doesn't have a feature running back. Really, he doesn't. I guess he has a solid O line, but he's make Duvernay's no slouch and the other guy from Minnesota is pretty fucking good but like they're young wide receivers who are still learning the fucking league defense does their job but like he is doing a lot more with less than Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts literally in they they built this Eagles team with all that cap room they went out free agency they made trades like this team is absolutely loaded in the offensive line yeah And AJ Brown literally is 24 years old and he's been in the league for like four years already. And he's a fucking, he is a true number one wide receiver. He is T.O. reincarnated. Okay,
0: that's a bit much. I am sick of this Jalen Hurts slander, and not only on this podcast, but in around the NFL What surface. do you
1: mean? It is a straight-up dick-sucking of Jalen Hurts on every broadcast. Did you not hear Michael Irvin on fucking TV? I heard him. I watched with his sweat. I seen him fucking sweating all over the goddamn <laughs> set saying that shit. How
0: much coke do you think he does? Oh uh, lines and Did lines. They
2: still yeah 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 I don't I, hour. I, I think that like it is a requirement now at this point. He went to college
0: in Miami in the nineteen eighties. He was just fucking starting that <laughs> shit
2: endlessly.
0: Come on, get the hell out of here. Uh, he fights so does not now. He came in for Carson Wentz. Last year, they're like, okay, yeah, this is his time to get acclimated and see what he can do. They Then then he, they bring in Devontae Smith, they got A.J. Brown, then they said he needs to win this year and prove that he can be the top quarterback in the league this year, or his them drafting him will be a fucking failure. Now that he's playing well with these guys and actually, you know, winning, they're like, oh, yeah, Jalen this, Jalen that, th- th- discrediting him, especially on this show with Michael. But if but he was... the same point... I'll let you talk, I'll let you talk, I'll let you talk, I'll let you talk. This is my show. I'll listen, i <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't 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 this this is not first take with fucking uh Malika Andrews, okay? I'm not pulling you're not fucking pulling that bullshit with me. Let me I let you talk I, I listen to you, let me fucking talk now. But if Jalen Hurts was playing horribly with these with these players in this team he would be getting fucking shit on to the max. But because he's playing well, people are giving him no credit at all. They're like, oh yeah, he, he was supposed to play this way. No shit! And they, he's proven that he could be a top quarterback in his league, and I think that he will be the MVP this year.
1: It is hard to play poor when you have guys who can pick up your fault when he had a lesser team around him they he didn't make them better fucking when he came in for Carson, all he did was running around he won the first game everybody said oh my god this guy's great they lost the next four last year he didn't make it the eagles didn't beat they beat one team over 500 and it was the saints who they played a third string quarterback against that's it they fucking made the playoffs barely because the fucking nfc east was ass like that was it they are he, you put any fucking solid quarterback on the Eagles, they're playing the same level. He's not, his legs are a difference maker. He's a good playmaker. His arms fucking improved. His accuracy has improved, but he still makes fucking awful throws at times. And then AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, the Devontae Smith catch for the bomb, where he literally fucking caught it over two guys. How how are you gonna credit Jalen Hurts for that? And the fourth fourth and goal with time expiring to go into half. That was Devonte Smith again. Devonte Smith played out of his mind, and Jalen Hurts is reaping the rewards for it. Listen, there was there's Brucey a- Brucey from the longest yard to come to the fucking Eagles right now and say ha ha hike and fucking be MVP. That's not true. All oh,
2: right, it, Mike, you always got to take it a little too far.
1: So, all right, so
0: so so, so let's say Josh Rosen, uh, they take Jalen Hurst and put in Josh Rosen on this team. Do you think Josh Rosen's the MVP of the league?
2: Josh Rosen, so has. Yes
0: know. or no? Exactly. I, I have, exactly. I Gardner exactly. exactly. Is, Silence.
1: If Jalen Hurts goes down, I am fully confident with Gardner Minshew in this Eagles
0: team. I, I didn't say Gardner Minshew. I said Josh Rosen. If he well, goes Josh down, Hurst they put is, in Josh if, Rosen. If
1: Josh Rosen isn't Gardner.
0: I, I didn't ask you about Gardner Minshew. I said if he goes down, they put in Josh Rosen. Are you confident in them winning the uh, winning games?
1: I'm signing Kim Newton before I sign Josh Rosen. Exactly.
2: Damn. I'll be so right you,
1: back.
0: You, you basically just shut down your entire argument.
1: No, I was just exaggerating, motherfucker. It's a, it's a fucking thing of language. And, it, and and to say for quarterbacks, it's not that hard to play shit when you have good players. There were
0: constantly a slew of different quarterbacks in a ten-year span with Andre Johnson on the on the Texans, and they even got D. hopped with Andre Johnson as well. And those quarterbacks were fucking shit too.
1: It was not the same.
0: It they was. It really was.
1: The same. They had two great wide receivers, yes, but the Eagles had two great wide receivers in Quez Watkins and Dallas Goddard, a great offensive line, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. Like, let's not act like in a good defense. Darius Slay, fucking let's not act like this is like. And the Eagles literally scored 20. They're averaging like 24 points and a half. They don't fucking score anything in the second half. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm I'm not saying that it's all Jalen Hurts, but I'm saying you keep it's saying a, it's a very good team. And they, I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts is having a very good year, but let's not act like he is fucking needling the thread, throwing absolute bullets into tight windows, like he's not making these plays. The only thing the only time we're ever saying wow is when Devontae and AJ make a great play or when Jalen extends plays with his legs. That's the only time when he hurt Burrows over fucking defenders to score a touchdown like he did today. That's the only time people are saying, oh my god, this is fucking amazing to watch.
0: But I'm saying, you keep saying, oh yeah, the defense is playing well, which they are. They are a good defense, and they're putting in Jalen in positions and great spots on the field. And he's capitalizing on those on those opportunities. If he wasn't, he
1: would be getting yes, shit. I agree. But because he, 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 is, is, he is, they're not giving any credit at all. He's deserving to keep the job. But I'm also saying be cautious because once you pay this guy and things aren't fucking shored up like they are right now, will he be able to carry a team like Carson Wentz did when they had the practice squad around him and he took them to the NFC East? They won the NFC East title. They made the playoffs last year barely that, that was a whole different situation there. Playoffs, there is playoffs
0: playoffs Playoffs is playoffs you you, you get to the playoffs carson wins,
1: when carson once came to the eagles drafted number two overall he instantly made that awful roster better they we saw the we saw the fucking light at the end of the tunnel year two super bowl it's it's just a completely different situation that jalen walked into he had two awful teams he he came into eagles were ones to the playoffs took in. one to the playoffs, we, to the playoffs. don't, and don't. And nobody fucking thought we were going to go anywhere. Trust me, like, nobody, only fucking fools were like, oh, Tampa Bay, we got a real chance to beat this team. No shot. We all knew that was a fluke playoff appearance. It was like the year the the team made the playoffs uh, with the fucking losing record. Like, we all knew that it was just a fluke. It was a lucky chance. This team is just loaded. That's all it is. It's loaded.
0: There was no luck against the fucking playoffs in the NFL. You either get there or you don't. Okay. And Jalen Hurts played the defending Super Bowl champions in the playoffs.
1: You're you're pretty much like saying Rex Roseman was fucking good too then. Like, he he was fucking carried by a team as well. Rex Grossman sucked.
0: There's nothing I I can say about (laughs) Jalen Hurts that'll change Mike's mind and get get him to give Jalen Hurts any credit at all. I
1: I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's fucking good. I do not... You don't. You don't like Jalen Hurts. I do not think he can... I do like him. I just am annoyed by people that actually think this guy could carry a shitty team... And put him on his back. He's got he great picture qualities. He fucking he does everything right. He says the right things. He doesn't put the team in bad situations. And he fucking extends plays whenever he needs to. He is a fucking killer to, on third down and long. Like he will go get it. He puts his body on the line. And like, what more can I ask for? But like, he isn't making throws where I'm like, God damn, this is my franchise quarterback. Lamar Jackson makes stories where I'm like, God damn! Like, I wish that was, guy was on my team. Josh Allen makes plays where it's like, Holy fuck! Is this guy even human? People will watch this podcast for the first
0: time and think, Oh yeah, you know Mike's this, yeah, Mike's this, this real guy talking about J- uh, Jalen Hurts. Go back and watch. All, if if, if you are talking about Jalen Hurts last week, Mike will be fucking shitting all over this fucking guy because of what he
1: did to Carson Wentz. It's
0: not even. It's not a, Jalen Hurts I, Jalen I had throw- had
1: said the same thing I said last week about Jalen Hurts. He didn't make those throws. AJ and Devante made those catches. Oh, One dude. time I was hooking up with this girl who had avocados for dinner, she said, and I was driving back to my place to smash, and she threw up in my car and got it inside the fucking vents. So we cleaned up what we could, and the next day I turned my car on it, and for, like, probably three weeks, I just got hints of avocado fucking coming through the vents. Did oh. you still it? Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> Give her a Toothbrush and mouthwash. <laughs> oh,
2: shit. Jesus Christ, man!
0: All right, well that should do it for this week's podcast. We appreciate you guys having uh, I appreciate you guys having us on again. That's not the really, their choice, but. Um, <laughs> Thanks for showing up for this week's show, everybody. We appreciate you guys joining us once again. Uh, love and it, love it. thanks for all the support, as always. Uh, feel free to stay tuned for next week's show. Um, but, yeah, that, that should do it. Uh, we appreciate everybody for joining us this week. If you're watching via podcast, if you're listening to via podcast format, go ahead and hit the uh, follow button and subscribe to the show. Give a five-star review. And if you're watching via YouTube, uh, leave a uh, comment, like, and subscribe as well. I'm not sure if Mike's gonna come back in here for the thumbnail, but he he might have, he yeah we're, we're not putting Mike in the thumbnail this week. He he, he needs to uh, take that as a punishment. So uh, yeah, appreciate everybody for joining us this week, and as always, have a blessed
1: week. We'll see you guys next week.
2: Peace.